accident. Accident. The humans had an accident. There was a child in the car. A child. A child? A child? Cats have nine lives, children only one. Help them live that life. Buckle them into a car seat. No one wants a child to become a memory. Welcome to Podcats, the pod about cats. This is the finale. This is we finally seen cats <laughs> after after six months of anticipation from trailer to fucking premiere day. We have finally seen the major motion picture Tom Hooper's Cats in theaters this Christmas, coming to a theater near you. I am your host for the last time, TV's Kevin Lanigan, and I have assembled a an A team of cats experts, of reviewers, of of fine. Funny people. It's like with a feline Avengers. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. And just like the film, there is no Hawkeye. So, <laughs> going to go around and introduce my co-hosts for this eve. Uh, on my direct left is returning guest Cat Scott. A uh, cat like cats. <laughs> cats <laughs> like cats indeed. Yes. Uh, Why was next, invited here? Yes. Uh, next up is Jason Ziv. Oh hi. Welcome back. We use they, them pronouns. We do. The two of us. We yes. do. We yes. are what people refer to as queer. Oh, <laughs> tell me more about that. No. Okay. <laughs> uh, next up is Andrew Fafutakis, returning guest. I'm so drunk on milk right now, <laughs> and I'm thrilled to be here. Yes. Uh, mm. In the true cat spirit, you were lapping milk out of a chest-high bowl. We'll get there. I'm yes. loving these uh, aquamarine sequin cat ears. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. We'll get there, too. <laughs> yes. Uh, Andy dressed for the part. And uh, new to the show, uh, Liam Velenitsky. God bless. God Welcome, bless. everyone. So, <laughs> there is so very much to talk about in the anticipation of this movie. Uh, I don't have a game plan. I guess we're going to go through somewhat chronologically, but if the mood strikes and you have something that is on your heart to speak about, do not uh, hesitate to Actually, put it on the floor. Kevin, I'm kind of curious since we all saw it at separate times, I take it? Uh, there were uh, three of us saw it together. Okay. So I saw it. The the day the Cats trailer came out, a mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> friend of the show, Jesse Roth, and uh, Matt Rain made a Facebook event. We are seeing cats. <laughs> and it was, it, they oh, marked goodness. their, they put the flag in the ground that day and they said, <laughs> we're seeing it opening day. Are they funny people or just civilians? Oh, they're very funny <laughs> people. Very they were very funny. And this, this kind of, uh, uh, this show, in conjunction with Matt Rain's uh, six month long bit, where every post he would put on Facebook, he would under that leave a comment that said cats in theaters December 20th. <laughs> this went on every day for six months. And these two groundswells together led uh, 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 a, a group of about 25 
uh, Brooklyn comedians and friends <laughs> to all see Cats opening night uh, 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 at the 34th Street AMC 720 show uh, where we either made uh, it the greatest uh, theater experience of anybody's life, or I'm sure for some people, the worst theatrical going <laughs> experience I they've think ever the had. The movie kind of helped out with both of those, actually. Mm. I think the vast, vast majority of the crowd was on our kind of rowdy side. Mm. We were not throwing jokes at the screen. No. We mm. were not. We were not. Re we were just reacting mm -hmm. to yeah. this insane mm -hmm. film that was happening before us. It wasn't um, like new school Rocky Horror viewing where there's like speak alongs and like throw things in no oh. that's coming though but I'm going to. yeah there really could be i'm going to make that happen I'm, yeah <laughs> i'm here for it let me know when i can show up I i'm absolutely i'm sure it's going to be like a double feature of cats and rocky horror picture show i think they're made for each other <laughs> and i i think that you know we'll all learn the right time to yell McCavity <laughs> at the screen uh and and cat and and jace were at that screening as well yes we because it was my quarter of a century birthday that day. Mazel. December 20th. <laughs> so yeah, every time I saw any sort of targeted ad for December 20th, it made my heart flutter because that was the Perfect. day I was born and I knew something special was on the horizon. I have mm. never anticipated a film as much as I have anticipated this one <laughs> and was alight with, with excitement for it to finally come in theaters. It now, felt right that it would be on my birthday too, you know? Cat? I'm cats. Cat. Yeah. You are the titular cat. That's I might be the prophecy you know no, the prophecy shall be fulfilled the prophecy and uh now andy tell yeah. us a little bit about your first cats viewing experience uh somehow i ended up on an email list for uh advanced movie screenings uh so i got an email and they're like you want to see cats and i was like of course i do <laughs> uh so there's two showings on a tuesday before the movie even movie even opened up and one at 10 a.m. and one at 1 p.m. And I managed to snag a reservation for the 10 a.m. And it was uh, it was at the Landmark 57 over by Hudson Yards. Um, had to get there an hour early. I made sure to start drinking an hour before that. So, <laughs> so 9 a.m. Yeah, okay. basically. Just, uh, that is beyond day drinking. That, um, is, that is wake and drink. Made my little screwdriver. Kind uh, of your own personal SantaCon. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Starts at 10 a.m. Yeah, it was <laughs> yeah. fantastic. So then uh, you get there, and then they had uh, a setup, like these cat ears that I'm wearing. Uh, they're a flip sequence, so it oh, goes from blue sequins. to purple. <gasps> The they magic. were giving those out? No, I think I stole them because because uh, <laughs> like it was it was kind of disorganized before it got organized. So, so like the movie, I was just yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I was just wandering around because and they had tables set up. Um, they were actually opening the bar area because that one has a bar, uh, and they were doing wow. meow moses for. Uh, Bless. For, for the press and all the PR people. So they knew that you would need that. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't snag one. I was so mad. But uh, they also were giving out temporary tattoos, which I brought. <gasps> Uh, brought them. Oh my okay. gosh. Describe like it one. for our listeners. Uh, yeah. Uh, oh, wow. They're kind of, they look almost Sailor Moonish. Like, uh, Definitely. They remind me of the uh, OG, like, Harry Potter book temporary mm -hmm. tattoos. Oh, okay. It's like the same font and sparkles and yeah. all of that Do stuff. Do you remember those? I don't remember who released them. It was like this huge, like, fad. And I want to say, flash like, tattoos. five years ago. The flash tattoos that look like jewelry. They're like, these ones, I'm looking at the sheet right now, and they're like metallic gold and. 
yeah. bands. Like there's one literally designed that you could wrap it around. Yeah. It seems like your wrist or even your neck, like a choker. Yeah. I know what we're doing after the show. Oh my gosh, <laughs> there's one that's a nose and whiskers. I'm 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 deceased. They're all fair game. <laughs> I have died and ascended uh, to the heavy side layer. Yeah, yeah so there was that, and then they had um, like little cat themed cupcakes, uh, which I couldn't get a hold of, but. Um, because I was rushed out of the VIP area because I didn't realize <laughs> I had wandered into the VIP area. I was just grabbing shit and swag Who as much as I could. Who is the VIP for the 10 a.m. cat screen? I think it was just for like critics and like bloggers and probably social well, media. Well, hopefully next time me. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> how do I get in there? Yeah. Very so important person. Hey. Hey. Sorry. No, listen, the movie already made a ton of cat puns. Right oh up my the yeah, they did it all for us. And they, yeah. well, the, 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 okay, in the stage production, there is just about zero dialogue. So uh, every single, no dialogue. there is none. That's zero. accurate. Correct. Just about it's, and exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we're doing, we're doing some gay math right now. But when it comes down to it, every single pun that they added was new. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. every single one was simultaneously an old pun. Yeah. Yes, it is the oldest joke, the joke that your Uncle Mike has made to you 400 times. And every time cat you're like, dragged ah, in. ah yes. yes, thank with, with you. With the cat dragged in, yeah. Yeah, it's all crazy cat lady. Like, they're all there. Well, let before, the cat out of the bag. I mean, yeah. just, like, tired. Well, even the the background, uh, they had the mouse, Agatha Christie's The Mouse Trap was playing. Oh, oh it is. I the, cannot wait. On the West End. And I then, cannot oh. wait for the Blu-ray where you can just go frame by yeah. frame and yes. see all the signs. To be fair, that is actually something that's pretty traditional with the stage production is yeah, putting little true. puns in the set okay, and stuff like for that. Sure. I, I actually, the production I did most recently um, <laughs> weird flex. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> weird flex. But okay. Uh, they actually had a hidden set piece that nobody in the audience could see. It was just for us. It was under the set, and it was a joke. It was a litter box with uh, Donald Trump's "Art of the Deal" in it. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Oh my it's god! And that was just for the cast. It's <laughs> beautiful. And before we dive in too deep, I do want to hear Leanne your theatrical experience seeing cats. Oh, it was wonderful. I went at 10 p.m. <laughs> to the AMC 19, kind of famously my favorite AMC. Mm. Uh, if you've never been, you're kind of missing out. <laughs> okay. Uh, it's small from the outside, but what a world inside. You know, one of those oh, kind of theaters. Uh, and listen, I took an edible before. I did. And it was amazing. The uh, movie was police? amazing. I am a, I am a stan. <laughs> <laughs> I stan cats 100%. I would love to fight anyone who would like to fight. Uh, <laughs> just in general, sort of. It's where I'm at. I have seen the stage production twice before in my life. Okay. And I think that makes a difference. Mm. I think that's something we can break down. Yeah. Uh, I went with a, like a group of seven ish, and one person, two Why people is it had ish. Why I- seven ish? Because who knows? You know, <laughs> who, <laughs> took some, a head who took a head count? Artful people. <laughs> okay, who no. took a head count? The cabinet might have cat? disappeared a few of them. <laughs> yeah, okay, I took a couple people. Uh, no, it was six people. Now that I'm counting in my head, because I said seven, and it's actually six. <laughs> six people. Uh, That's seven ish. <laughs> seven ish, yeah. yeah. which is yeah. around seven. Gay math. But. <laughs> Oh, what was I saying? And who cares in many ways? <laughs> uh, it was amazing. But two people didn't see, had never heard like anything of Cats before. And I think they actually liked the movie. They were like, mm-hmm. yeah, it was fine. Wow. And then those of us who had seen Cats before were really digging into the details. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like really here to to chew Cats out. I wonder. Actually, go ahead. No, uh, while you guys were 
downstairs, uh, Leanne and I were talking about, we definitely feel like we're, we've been through war all yeah. together now that yeah. we've seen this movie. We're I'm different. We're brothers in arms. Before. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, even Josh, our awesome producer, was like, there's two people in the world now, those who've seen Cats and those mm-hmm. who've not seen Cats. I 100% <laughs> agree with that assertion. I think that there, no one emerges on the other side quite the same. I remember walking through like midtown Manhattan after the screening, mm-hmm. the worst part of town to yeah. ever try and walk sure. through. And I was gliding on air. I was seeing colors that I had never seen before. The lights that I normally ignore were so beautiful and vibrant and clear. It was the greatest theatrical going experience of my entire life. And I am I I am hesitating to even come up with what was second place. It was maybe uh, in like 2011 or 10, whenever Taken came out, I saw oh, it with goodness. like three friends on <laughs> my birthday at like 10 p.m. There was no one in the theater. We were going buck wild. How they old were, were you? Uh, oh God, let's not talk about it. Uh, I was probably I, I was I was like 16, 17, yeah, something okay. like that. Um, and it was at the Warrington Eight Cinema in Warrenton, Missouri. Holler. We were the only four <laughs> people there. And oh, it wow. was it was incredible. We we had the the time of a lifetime. It sure. was it was uh, until I saw cats with twenty some odd Brooklyn comedians, and, and that uh, I I am Kevin in died. a different world than I was before. <laughs> hmm. I have a question for Cat. Me? Yeah. Yeah. You. What's up? Hey. So I um <laughs> I I happen to be privy to some of your private life, um, <laughs> and I know recently you were on the internet and saw a oh, bit of yeah. an article about what may be a re-release of Cats. Do you want to talk about that? Sure, sure. <laughs> I don't know if everyone knows this already, but they are re-releasing Cats to yeah. be enhanced. They have, they have enhanced. essentially CGI. released, if uh, anyone, any video game players, they've essentially released a patch for Cats <laughs> where your digital cinema package of Cats will be updated with updated... <laughs> Um, uh, uh, CGI, essentially. Yeah. But uh, to my understanding, it is not a complete rework to no. any imagination because that would have been an impossible feat in yeah. 48 hours. It was, I imagine, uh, them seeing a bunch of complete errors. The the one that is sort of spread around is that at the end of the movie, you do indeed see Judy Dench's human hand with a wedding <laughs> ring on it in, in sort of like she's emerging from a wizard's sleeve of yeah. her own cat CGI. Did you just say wedding ring? Is that a detail that I missed? Yeah. In it, it, it is only in the final like sequence it, during her st- dead to camera uh, uh, musical Fifth delivery. But there's like a wide you can see like screen caps of it or, yeah. or people that took pictures of it in the movie theater because people are monsters. Uh, <laughs> but it is it is a full on like her human hand emerging from like a a a, a rotoscoped tunnel mm-hmm. that that is her CGI. Like she's mm-hmm. reaching out of her CGI clothes with her human hand grasped to her chest with like a big wedding ring on it. Which is kind of what I wanted to see in the movie, actually, if we're thinking about it. You wanted more errors? You yeah. Wanted more- <laughs> yeah. There are- I wanted more reality. 
You wanted mm. the coffee cup, like yes. Yes, Starbucks. Starbucks. Yeah, Game of Thrones. There are legends of like you can see like full on human people in the background of some scenes, like people that just mm. did not get catted. Uh, I think it is catted. A, catted. New verb. One who has been catted. <laughs> a new cat. post cats um, verb. A pre digital fur technology human being. <laughs> yeah. uh, be uh, uh, of course digital fur technology the landmark uh, achievement of. Uh, Cats the film. I think it is also important to know, again, before we break down this movie, and there's so, so much to talk about, it is important to note that the premiere of Cats was on Monday, the Monday before it came out in theaters four days right. later. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And notably, Tom Hooper is on the record that he finished Cats the day before. Yeah. Like, they were editing and and doing special effects up until the exact last possible moment said, when Tom Hooper had to hit export on Adobe Premiere and then it's just rendering, yeah. rendering, rendering for like 24 hours. He said, No, he said he was out, uh, editing up to like 36 hours. Yeah, he like, uh, after a 36-hour marathon session, he yeah. finished Cats at the last possible second. Hey, it's yeah. final season. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> he had to turn it in on Blackboard at 11.59.59 yeah. uh, or, or he would fail the class. Right. Yeah, and he doesn't want to do that. No, no, you don't want to have to repeat Cats. So no. I, did he get a C or an A or a T? To me, A+. plus. <laughs> It. That was a great joke. <laughs> that was a great joke. Uh, but to me, this movie is a solid A. Awesome. I hesitate Agreed. to throw around the word uh, good, but it, <laughs> it, it is exceptional. I don't know if it's good, but it's great. Does everyone follow yes. me yes. on yes. that dissertation? I wholeheartedly agree, actually. I yeah. cannot wait to host midnight screenings of this oh and, and talkbacks and riff tracks. This is, I, I, we are on the cusp of a new cult film movement because movies have been bad recently but bad what? in boring ways <laughs> bad yeah. in ways that are not spectacular uh, not or bad fun. like the room bad movies but like bad, bad like movies oh, are look, bad. we made another one yeah bad. yeah okay but i think this is a special genre of movie musicals mm-hmm. right like yeah. musical turned into movie mm-hmm. and there's a whole world of like books turned into movies that people used to get mad about and mm-hmm. now we're done with that because we're, <laughs> we're not reading the books first now right we're turning movies into movies <laughs> but we are seeing the musicals first mm-hmm. obviously everyone in this room has seen cats yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Lies, so it's a yeah. controversial musical in the musical theater world itself exactly in the exactly first place right yeah Oh, well, but I then, think like okay, like Into the Woods, right? Yeah, we were all in it in high school, sure. hundred <laughs> percent. And then we the saw witch. the movie, yeah. and we were nice. like, okay, well, it's not the same. It's never the same. It it cannot be the same. And that Into the Woods movie already doesn't exist. Like it might yeah. as well have never come out. In the same way with the Jersey Boys movie from like two years ago, Les Mis, Phantom of the Opera was yeah. actually a good movie. Oh, actually, shit. the only I one that I was like, that. this is a good movie. Of that we crop, awesome. pretty good. So like hot. Patrick Wilson yeah. in a graveyard with a sword. That's not objectively a bad, good. Not a bad moment. Well, I <laughs> like the, the tweet going around that uh, Universal Pictures put out back in 2016, where they're like, coming December 20th. Yes. Wicked, Wicked, the Musly <laughs> Musical. And, and the same company on the same day gave yeah. us Cats. And yeah. that is beautiful. Well, Wicked was actually supposed to be a movie yeah. first. That's oh, really? Yeah. That's true. Oh, first, Before yes. a stage production. Wow. And then they were like, no, let's put it on stage. I think <laughs> I'll try to find gravity. Which is actually why <laughs> the sound design slight tangent in Wicked is fucking amazing because Hell they yeah. took movie sound designers and mm. like tricked out the whole theater. That yeah. was my response to my sibling, actually. They were like, 
how did you feel about cats? I need to know. Actually, so many people texted me. How did you feel about cats? I need to know. And I said, I'm recording a podcast. I'll send it to you. Yeah. Um, Thank you for the plug. But the one response I did send besides that was, who can say if I've been changed for the better, (laughs) but I've been changed for good. (laughs) (laughs) And that's appropriate. What a beautiful way to tie it back. You're like, wow. Well, now we have, it's, now we have a new, uh, Bonkers movie musical to enter the canon, and we've been waiting for so long. What like, was the last one? Like Repo, the Genetic Opera. Oh like, that was my goodness! That only exists in my nightmares. I'm pretty <laughs> sure it's not a real film, and it's just sort of a plant. It's a glitch in my brain, or something that like everyone else is part of. Something like the Apple is oh, like insane. God, Reefer Madness. Yeah, Reefer Madness. Yes. But Reefer Madness oh. though is like more intentionally. Um, like, no, you're right. right. You're right. You're right. There's, there's, this is like this is like trying to be earnest and mm-hmm. like. We're cats. Why wasn't Alan Cumming in this iteration of Cats? That Thank actually you. feels wow. crazy yeah. that he isn't. Yeah. <laughs> it feels like legally he should he have be? to be. Who would he have All been? of them. I, I would. Uh, yeah, he could have been anyone and I would have been fine with it. I think we swap out that main male cat. The white, uh-huh. boring, the guy who looked like Monk-a-strap. he did not, Monkastrap, who yeah. looked like he did not want to be there. I Swap in it. an Alan Cumming. Yeah. This movie <laughs> is in the all-time pantheon. No, I physically hated him throughout the <laughs> yeah. entire movie. It's just you like a ball, uh, n- not yarn, but hatred. <laughs> I just... There's something about his... I felt you had a hairball. Yeah. Yes. I literally <laughs> forgot about him. Yeah, he's completely forgettable. So we will do a performance review every time we encounter oh. a new actor. But we can already say Mungastrap fail. Yeah. Mug, strap does not live up to it. There's it's, just something about his face that I was like, <laughs> uh, is face. that it was poorly put on his body? Yes, it just <laughs> kind of slapped. vibrated against his yeah. skull. I I thought he looked like a young Robert Downey Jr. Was that just me? Yeah. No, yeah. I could definitely see weird science it. Robert Downey Jr. I yeah. only saw it when you pointed it out. <laughs> to me, he looked like Adam Brody. I don't know who that is. Uh, is that the OC one? Yeah, the yeah. OC, mm. Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Uh, that's it. Oh, okay. That's my entire knowledge of Adam <laughs> Brody's career. Only exists in 2006. Adam Brody has only existed in the yeah. year 2006. After the year 2006, then, he ascended to the heavy side layer and has went, never been seen since. He went into a chandelier that was attached to a hot, a hot air, air balloon. balloon. Oh, my goodness. Where was... The- I mm, I have so many questions. No, that it's are a heaven there. vessel. It didn't come from the ceiling. It came through the ceiling. But the chandelier yeah. was there the whole time. But the balloon. But the balloon. <laughs> For those uh, well, of you that don't know what we're referencing, yeah. we're talking about cats. I mean, if you haven't seen cats, we're about to <laughs> wreck the off. entire thing. Turn yeah. this the fuck <laughs> off. Spoilers. It is playing in a theater near you. Go, go right now. Bring all your money, bring all your friends. You won't regret it. I need to see it again. That's yeah. the thing I about a podcast. You can press pause. Yeah, yeah you press pause. pause. P-A-W-S. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's Meow. not worse than any of the puns that that's were in the than actual them. movie. They didn't make a pause pun. I'm yeah. a little pause. Pause cross. Cross pause. Cross pause. Um, so okay, that was not that was not a pun though. It was it was, a a that was him prepping to do magic. Magic. <laughs> it was a uh, oh my god weird was real magic cat appropriation in the of uh, 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 fingers crossed yeah. but cross pause. Oh, that's what that was? Yes. I just accepted I, I, it as chaos. And no, I explained oh, that to yeah, Kevin yeah. when we were recording Whoa. our episode. Oh. Kevin was like, oh, I don't even know what that means. He's like, and I said, well, Kevin, that means he's crossing his fingers. Yeah, but a pause, not a finger. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, they don't all... identify. Maybe. So they managed to anthropomorphize everything except for fingers. Oh, go in. Go <laughs> but in. Only, but only, only for some. sometimes. Only some. Some of them have human hands and feet. 
Yeah. Like throughout the entire and movie. Like Taylor and Swift. It yeah. was almost Taylor classist neck. the way yeah. some had paws and some had. They, they did. A, they, they did. I have to say they did a lot of things to Taylor Swift and very few of those things were cat related. <laughs> they did. Okay. Are we talking about Taylor Swift? Yes. <laughs> okay. The door's open. She has never danced so well in her life. I am that okay. Is, that is. I'm so proud of her. I she's also, she's a fellow Sagittarius with yeah, an amazing Party. accent. I know. This is a huge movie for her. You guys know how much like her entire social media is just her and her cats. Yeah. Like, I, I love my cats. You know, like, absolutely everything <laughs> yeah. she posts on Instagram yeah. is like, my cats are my babies. She loves the cats. She, she does cats. not do movies. Like, she did Valentine's Day. Oh, yeah. that's right. Uh, oh, yeah, with, she did that. Ta- with Taylor Lautner when it was the Taylors. Oh, and she it. was Gigi. almost in Les Mis. And so close. beyond oh, yeah, one episode <laughs> of New Girl, yeah. this is it for Taylor Smith or Taylor, Taylor Swift. Smith. Taylor Smith. Taylor Smith. Taylor Swift's film career. This this yeah. is it. Like yeah. and, and she, she wanted it so she booked bad. And she did a good job. She's I'm not gonna be. I'm not even gonna like. Be yeah, well, I'm glad you job. thought she, did. she yeah. is in the Maybe upper just... echelon of the cats for me. No, I no, she oh, was yeah. one Absolutely of the most enjoyable. Uh, yeah. I was ready to be so best. disappointed, no, but she was no yeah. stepped up to the plate. I'm with Cat on this. I think she was deeply terrible. She took me out of the film entirely. I mean, she wasn't acting. She was being terrible. She did no. She didn't do anything. Exactly. I think I think because we but just really enough. we just really love McCavity. I okay yeah I think that's that actually is a really good point. <laughs> I think it's because we're so partial to McCavity mm. that we're like uh, Taylor, you're not supposed to because you have a friend who played that role. So yeah, it's yeah. typically this is the accent I use when we talk about Taylor Swift. <laughs> right, right, in honor of her. Well, I mean accent. that's better than Taylor Swift's English accent. Good <laughs> lord! So Thanks. that song Shame. is typically sung okay. by. Yes. Bomb Ballerina and Demeter, who okay. are the two sassy cats that, when we first meet Grizabella, are like, Grizabella, the glamour cat. And oh, those two at her mean like, girls? Yeah, cats? literally, yes, they made them so true. mean. I didn't I understand how why they did that. And they are in was. that. Yeah. Well, they're dancers. <laughs> they are oh, in that absolutely weird. Absolutely nobody could sing. <laughs> no. But no, those two are in a pitch, weird, no. like, dom sub relationship no, but that's with like, like a strap. That's canon. Where he's uh, every yeah. hand touch, they're like, no. That's, and then he's like <laughs> using oh his God. tail to like control well, them. They somehow, There's a lot going on they, with those three. They, like I said earlier, they anthropomorphized almost everything except for fingers. And literally, the concept of touch in the movie was anthropomorphized, which is wild because in the stage mm-hmm. production, mm-hmm. they are constantly touching each other. You know how like cats will like walk by you and just like rub mm-hmm. on you just because they're yeah. like, hey, I'm here, pay yeah. attention to me. That's what the actors do with each other the yeah. whole show. Right. But they removed so much of that except for very small moments. And every time there was a moment of touch or close contact, the entire audience went, ah, ah, ah. Like it was uncomfortable. I will say, I was not reacting so much (laughs) to the nuzzle. I was reacting to (laughs) that every nuzzle is in a close-up. And after mm -hmm. they are done rubbing each other, they always look directly in each other's eyes. It happens 14 times, and it is hot every time. Do you have sex any differently, Kevin? What? Do you have sex any differently? Like, be real. No, I nuzzle, I look in my partner's eyes, I come, I fall asleep. That's it. (laughs) They somehow managed to turn every time they touched into a miniature meat cute, and I didn't understand why they were doing it. That's one of my notes, is like, these cats want to fuck. And it's, but that's it's normal. all cats with every other cat. But it that's is normal com- for cats. It's just yeah. for some reason the movie made it fucking weird. Yeah. <laughs> and it was exceptional. I'm so <laughs> glad it was weird. If it wasn't weird, 
they, we would have lost 30% of the appeal of this movie, which is mm-hmm. Tom Hooper working through some sexual issue. Tom I mean, Hooper, that whole milk bar scene. The That's whole the, milk yeah. bar scene where Gross. cats are on the floor, opening just, their mouths, just getting it poured all over their face. Literally like gasoline hoses spewing <laughs> White dairy liquid product. all over cats. Yeah. Uh, uh, they're uh, Rebel Wilson, <laughs> Jason. like scratching her cat crotch. Judy Dench listening to Ian McKellen to and then present it, like yeah. literally yeah. lifting her leg in presentation. It's I mean, exceptional. I, I mean, this the stage part. show is just so much of the. They like kept some things that were mm-hmm. like you know for the theater fans. Okay, <laughs> it was weird how they managed to retain all of the things that are impossible to translate to film, and yes. all the things that they could have translated. Mm. They were like, "Fuck it, we don't need it. We don't yeah. need it." <laughs> but I mean, so much of movie musicals, right, is now just like which celebrity who doesn't know how to do uh you know musical theater can we make do it you Russell know? Crow, yeah. Russell Crowe yeah I mean that's what happened with Les Mis and they saw the success of that so they were like all right okay like, one more well, just, they've been doing that since uh uh, since Rex Harrison. Yeah, like, but I think not as much. I yeah. think not as much. Yeah. Like, even looking at the movie musical Hairspray, sure. Mm-hmm. Like, Amanda Bynes was the mm-hmm. real star that we had, you uh, know? Oh <laughs> and I love Hairspray. And we loved Amanda Yo, Bynes. I'm sorry. That Hairspray movie is one of the greatest Gar- film adaptations of a movie of all time. No. The second. No. Yeah, no it was Chicago is definitely better, but I'm just yeah. saying. Chicago yeah. is the best good. one because Facts. they used real triple threats. Yeah. yeah. Right. And <laughs> they managed to get, like, the essence of the show into a movie yeah, and you change the framing of the show right. to fit the film it worked it yeah. Chicago really worked. rules yeah. like yeah. We, we are all Hands in agreement I, I am amazed that we somehow t- are talking about Chicago in this podcast about cats <laughs> I, I don't think know it's a really, it, I think it's a really important part of the conversation yeah because it is movie musicals is the genre, and why, that's what you compare it to. Like, I can't compare this movie to Star Wars in any way. Why are you surprised about I Chicago? I just didn't think I would hear Chicago <laughs> in reference to what we just saw. Mm, yes. Yeah. I mean, we're, it's, it's part of the larger cultural conversation. We're putting this movie in its weird place. Mm. This feels like Tom Hooper um, cashing a lot of blank checks. Because he comes out... King speech. Big hit, Oscar winner, gets a lot of clout. Then oh he brings God. in Les Mis, which mm-hmm. I think has a mixed view culturally. Absolutely. Big hit, awards attention. Mm-hmm. Again, he can carry that on. The Danish Girl, a war crime of a film, uh, <laughs> is still like the Academy is all over it. People are winning awards. That Tom Hooper is on a fucking streak. He's on a bender. Yeah. And then he shows up and says, yeah, I guess I can do Cats, and makes... This film that at any point in the last few years of production, someone should have stopped. Someone (laughs) should have stepped up and said, what is this? Why are there dancing cockroaches that are rockets with human faces? Why is Rebel Wilson eating them? Why is Rebel Wilson eating them after I've seen they've had human faces? Why is Idris Elba (gasps) doing anything that that he's doing? Someone should have said no, but because Tom Hooper is Tom Hooper, no one said no. Well, and that's beautiful. You know Tom what? Hooper went full James Cameron after 
you know, this mountain you, roller coaster of success like you were talking about. If you speak poorly yeah. of Avatar, I will disown you. It's also I'm like, not okay, great. <laughs> But Avatar is another movie that someone should have stepped in and said, what? what? Why? Stop. I disagree, but that's a different But it ends up. I disagree as well, but it, I a different disagree story, with different the story, sequels. It ends Whatever. up we'll working. <laughs> it ends up like conceptually Avatar is a bad idea. Can then we, it becomes the biggest movie of all time sure. and it works. In an attempt to get back on topic, can we please, please return to Rebel Wilson ripping her skin off? <laughs> <laughs> Two times. Can we return to thing. Rebel Wilson, Wilson in general in this movie? <laughs> Terrible. Terrible. Fail. <laughs> Awful fail. in this movie. And I like Rebel Wilson. I like yes. She was great in Jojo Rabbit this year. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. she's always fun and like bridesmaids and what have you. Sure. She's fucking awful in this movie. She's just so out of I'm place. Just, I'm just blown away by the fact, structurally, that they went. So here's the thing, right? Traditionally, Jenny Any Dots has a costume change. Yeah. So they were like, great, how do they do it on stage? And they go, well, she unzips a large coat to reveal a smaller coat. And they're like, cool. Now we're going to strict <laughs> realism. <laughs> so instead of having her put a shirt on top of her, yeah. which would be equally a costume change, right? Yeah. No, 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 ludicrous to, cats don't no, wear shirts. They, yeah. well, well, she does, but, <laughs> but she apparently also- But they are the size also, of a plate. But she, okay. wears, she wears a shirt underneath her Skin, Second layer of skin. Flesh. She sheds and they skin managed to turn it like into a, snake. a plot device later on. Like the way that they escape from, first of all, the barge in the yeah. middle of the Thames. She no unzips idea. herself so she can get out of her shackles. It, I, it I, is I, ludicrous. <laughs> she has that. She has that card to play the entire time she's on the barge, and but she, she waits for the close fucking, to her chest. She plays it right. Oh yeah, right close <laughs> to the chest on her fucking neck, where mm-hmm. she unzips her skin. Where was the zipper? Yeah. Yeah. It was on her collar. Oh. That's oh. why she has this real oh. shitty CGI collar That's that is the okay, fakest yes. looking thing in the entire I hated movie. that so much because I noticed so... it and I couldn't stop staring at it. So, I was like, what is wrong with I this collar? I honestly felt bad for her. Yeah. yeah I was bit. like, this is not your cup of tea. And no. I mean, they I, made her. The they first, needed like, somebody fun. 25% of cats was fat jokes, too. Yeah. yeah. Which I didn't yes. realize. Like, it started with her and then it was also. James Corden's mm-hmm. role, and it was oh, just yeah. like, ha ha, look at these celebrities being fat cats. Let's right. make fun of them being fat cats. Y- yet yeah. another example of somehow managing to anthropomorphize everything <laughs> how, how except for the How many times can you say anthropomorphize? I'm going to try and fit it in, in as many podcast. as possible. But, like, seriously, I mean. It was on your word of the day calendar. It, right, yeah. How'd <laughs> you know? Um, no, they, li- like, in, cause in the stage production, I mean, these are chunky cats and that's part of their character but it's this charming like when you see a fat cat in real life like this is IRL you're like oh my god oh, you little chunk yeah exactly and it's not like that but they somehow managed to integrate human shame into the concept yeah it of felt fat really cats. mean it was, yeah. it, was yeah. it was mean and I was like no like that's a lovable aspect of yeah. it and also I do have to think I do have to say it was contradictory for uh, Bustopher Jones he's like they made him sing it himself which normally he doesn't Normally, somebody's singing about Buster Jones, but so he's calling himself fat with a grin, and he loves it about himself. He's proud of this fatness, and yet the second that they make a fat joke about him not being able to be lifted up, he goes, "You know, I'm sensitive," and I'm like, "You just spent three minutes singing about how you're not sensitive (laughs) about it." I I believe we can attribute this all to riffing. It is one of those Mm. situations that I think any comedian is called to when working in film. Where they will say, you know, improv. Like, and and the director doesn't know what the fuck that means and doesn't know that improv is like contextual and you need something to work off of. Mm-hmm. This feels so much 
like the worst Jack Black films where they just turned <laughs> on the camera and said mm -hmm. go yeah. and didn't give him anything to do. So, so we have these lo this long back and forth with James Corden and the other cat where he's just he's just saying whatever's in his head mm -hmm. and it's just tumbling out and it doesn't mean anything. And Rebel Wilson gets it even worse because during Rum Tum Tugger, we are cutting back to her <gasps> oh, so doing so weird. Statler and Waldorf comedy. Yeah. Uh, uh, the, I, I can do that. I can, I can newt, I think he's been neutered. Yeah. Like all of this terrible fucking comedy because Tom thing. Hooper just turned the camera on her and said, I don't know, say something funny. I love that they added like, a two second like electronic beat for her to do her shitty like hip hop dance <laughs> hop yeah. like, and, like in the middle of Rum Tum Tugger then they were like bam, gee, bam, 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 bam. and then they were like back to the song and I was like where did this come from what's going on well, that's why, why they didn't get it done until Monday that was, that was, that's right also hand. why it made it feel like we were making fun of Rebel Wilson absolutely instead of because we were using her as a mm -hmm. comic relief in all these moments so okay we can't take her with. seriously as a singer as like a performer it, it just felt so like we used her Actually, in this moment. Actually, little fact, that's the second song Taylor Swift wrote for Cats. Yes, so. yes. What the hip hop? Oh, did she write? She wrote that funny. Yes. <laughs> As opposed she to- She spent hours on uh, it. Beautiful <laughs> Ghost <laughs> lyrics by Taylor Swift. Yeah, Garage Man. She's just like, this is going to be a fucking hit. I'm going to get the Oscar. Oh, uh, go this one. Uh, so shall we, let's let's walk through this movie Party. to a certain degree. Let's Because let's, from moment one, you know you're in good capable hands of this terrible oh. movie. From mm. moment one, From the cloud? we open on a shot of the moon amongst the clouds and then projected onto the clouds is this fucking classic cat poster. And we pan down and I said, ooh, ooh, ooh this is gonna be good. It was immediate, the entire audience, because I, I was, Cat and I were there when you saw it as well, sitting in a separate area, of course because we wanted nothing to do with you. But <laughs> the, <laughs> but <laughs> this cat face appeared in a cloud and the entire audience just started laughing. And it was very clear that the intent of it was not a joke. Right. No. It was very clear from that moment on that the movie entirely missed the mark of tone. Uh-huh. I, I, I want to circle back to, to something that you said about Tom Hooper creating this on a bender. Well, <laughs> Cats itself mm -hmm. is is argued to be something that conceptually was made on a bender, yeah. where it was mm. just like, essentially like a pile of cocaine, and then Andrew Lloyd Webber just Trump. being like, all right, I love T.S. Eliot, let's do warmers. this. Yeah. And so I feel like <laughs> coming from there, I think is a great way to like come back to. There was a leg warmer full of cocaine, and he says, I've got it! I My spins it around I his I've head. Actually, not to plug, but I actually wrote an Andrew Lloyd Webber character Did as he's you? talking about uh, writing... Um, uh, Starlight Express and it's basically the oh, exact gosh. same. Starlight Express, which is basically cats but with trains. Exactly. Like if you roller like skates. cats it, and want to see actors on roller skates injure each other, yeah. uh, get a load of this, they're trains. And think, they all want to Do you fuck. think they were ever live, like not people cats, but cat cats that Andrew Lloyd Webber just like sat around high off his ass just yes. staring at cats. Yes. I actually don't think that was Weber. I think that was the choreographer going, how am I going to make these people move? <laughs> the original choreographer? The original, oh, okay. the original choreographer, because one of my biggest complaints, I 
tried very desperately to remove my comprehension of the show to treat the movie as something different. I Which quickly abandoned you it. failed. I failed very hard. Failed very hard <laughs> Deep into that. the show, by the end of the movie, you were just openly yelling at it. This Kat, is not. Kat actually pushed me away. They were like, they were like, I need to be by myself right now. You cannot be doing this right now. But that was one of my biggest things. Was it's cats? They integrated the choreography so expertly. It's like mm. it's like. Um, West Side Story, the dancing is mm. built in with the music and all this stuff. And it's so iconic. There are specific poses and scenes. Literally, the eyes of the Cats poster are specific poses that the, the dancers do. Yeah. The pupils are dancers. Fun fact. The uh, pupils are dancers. Oh, I see it. My if God. you're seeing that for the first time, you don't get it. You okay? Don't get it. <laughs> um, but then they decided, to, Then I, I, I imagine someone on some boardroom while they were talking about making the movie, they were like, so here's the deal. Uh, Cats has a lot of dancing. And they were like, cool. And they didn't look any further into it. Mm. And they abandoned why they were dancing. And they were like, let's just put hip hop in it. And so you get oh, these God. cats moving in entirely uncat-like ways, as opposed to humans moving in cat-like ways. There which were is these dancing twin cats with mohawks and, and, and piercings yeah. on their ears. Mm -hmm. And they were fine, but it's like, why am I watching humans dance but with cat? fur put on top of their body. They were the only two cats to wear boots, and I thought that was, you know. Brave. It was brave. <laughs> it was <laughs> courageous. I, it was like, wow, you know. Huge. Shouts out to the sneakerheads in the audience, because they're obviously all coming to see cats in droves, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, oh, it's right. been I mean, so long since the last great Sneaks movie. I think it was like Mike, uh, <laughs> oh, where he classic. gets Michael Jordan sneakers yeah. and gets, gets the power to play good basketball. No, no, I think it was High School Musical, um, Get Your Head in the Game, starting with that. Get your, get your, get your. Yeah, get your, yeah it's definitely uh, not Space, uh, space, space to jam. jam. The sequel that's coming out with LeBron. Oh. Is it a sequel or is God it a remake? I don't know. I believe it is called really Space Jam. Back to Cats. We're at the projection of the opening <laughs> shot. <laughs> yes. Yes. The, okay. Yeah. So we have made it five seconds into Cats. I know. I have so many things to say about later in the movie. <laughs> I just, I want to, yo, we'll, we'll try and work it through. So Victoria becomes our eyes into the world. The, the white cat, the one you've seen on all the posters. Immediately. Whitewash. In the white show, cat. yeah, in the show Cats, there is no protagonist. There is no main no. character that we follow throughout. I think that uh, Francesca Hayward and Victoria, I think as a part of this movie, it generally works. It works. Yes. There are things that don't, I don't like how much she kind of cuts into Jennifer Hudson's game. Like we, Jennifer Hudson is singing Memory and then fucking Francesca Hayward has to like duck her head in there. Well, and then she sings the song Taylor Swift wrote, which sticks out like a sore thumb. But. I disagree. Well, I think I, it I works know. pretty well in the moment. I mean, yes, but it's also the only song where a cat addresses another cat directly. I don't. That is true, and it's mm. it's very bizarre, especially because it doesn't fit. Well, we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. Let's, but Francesca let's Hayward, with uh, uh, I stand. All right, performance <laughs> review, Francesca Hayward. I, I say pass. Job. I think she did well. Absolutely. I thought she was wasted. Like I, <laughs> she tried. <laughs> she was so drunk on the set. <laughs> <laughs> I think she was wasted. Well, not, no, not I physically wasted, but just uh, wasted, like. They did not use her full potential. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I liked seeing the ballerina moves. And yeah. I was yeah. like, oh, 
I think this is a real ballerina. At some point, it dawned mm-hmm. on me. It was. This she is. is. She I, <laughs> I know. I looked up later. <laughs> but while she's I was watching, stunning. I was like, I think she's the real deal. I felt like a mom. It was like, mm-hmm. that kid's got something. That well, kid's got moxie. Even though she's been in the fucking like, royal ballet. No, she's, I thought she's she's did, she did an incredible job. Because she's I also the, the one, you know, she's a dancer. She's a past not to be a good actor or singer. But I was like, she okay, you kind of, you kind of triple threading us right yeah. here. Yeah. It's interesting. Coming I mean, up to the plate. Victoria is traditionally a silent cat mm-hmm. that is just like the prima ballerina of mm-hmm. the stage production. Um, so it's really cool that they kept her as a dancer. I almost wanted like another scene where we just got her doing a slow ballad thing in the middle of the Jellicle no, Ball. But they got sure. rid of a lot of the slow stuff for the sake of pacing, which was... Honestly, probably a good move. There is yeah. not a moment to breathe in this entire no, movie. No. It is go, 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 go. There is always something you need to be looking at. That is a flaw with the movie as a movie, but makes it a, 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 a an experience of the senses because you never have a second to just breathe and let it all out. Um, I definitely was thinking to myself, more roaches, more <laughs> pearl necklaces. Oh. I, uh, it was so strange that the mice... Were children. The only yeah. children in the entire movie the are movie. mice. <laughs> and it is, <laughs> oh, <laughs> they're okay. these fat little mice, <laughs> these fucking like babe baram you mice. Oh my gosh. Uh, and they're uh, great Thrilled and around. terrifying. And them they almost get eaten a couple times. Yes. Unlike the cockroaches, who we have to watch Rebel Ils- Wilson eat three of, and it is viscerally <laughs> upsetting. Yeah. It's so upsetting. Because they have little faces. But also, she, <laughs> it's weird because you also, they've established that she has like a functioning relationship with these cockroaches. She's yeah. like, I've taught them tap dancing. I'm going to eat my children. It's like, sure. I absolutely love them. Nom, nom, nom. Yes, fantastic. But at least she didn't eat her children, the mice. Because they were really so cute. They were cute. We stand the mice. Uh, mice, 100%. pass, fail. How do we all feel? Pass. Uh, I give them a solid, like, sideways. Thing. I want to give them yeah. a number. I want their own number. I oh, know like it's a cats. Yeah, no, I know it's cats. Here's the thing I know it's cats, <laughs> but hear me out. <laughs> so, what nice. number would you give them? A new one. Oh, I thought like you meant a like a dance, a dance number. number. I thought you were saying like a scale of one to ten. Like, how would you rate? Sorry, them? no, it's okay. Yeah, eleven. Yeah, <laughs> the word number is so confusing. As far as wordplay, better than anything in the movie. <laughs> uh, fantastic. So True. we Victoria gets uh, tossed out of a car in a sack. Yes. Her, uh, her owner has placed her in a sack <laughs> and hurled her yeah. into a. What dumpster. a way to open this movie! Oh my the God. way that she's squirming and it's like. You know that it's not a real cat. It's shaped too weird. <laughs> but, the but the first size moment, is wrong. the first moment, it, it's a small cat, and then when she tosses it and it's on the ground, then it's the big person. It's, 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 the first, it's the first example of forced perspective, and it does not really translate super well because no. we see a human, like a physical human, who we never see again. Face no, that again. It. That's correct. I yeah, wanted she more. Is the I wanted Muppet more. Baby's nanny. We never see the face. right. Exactly, and she tosses this bag. And then the bag lands in the junkyard, which, as per the stage production, everything's oversized so that humans look like they're smaller, which they did for a lot of the show, which actually, the movie, 
which worked for me in a lot of circumstances, but that initial moment of translation kind of got a little lost. There were still moments where their size was wildly inconsistent. Mm-hmm. There mm-hmm. were still, mo- like, in the in my favorite number, Skimbleshanks, where they're, like, dancing on good. the rail That's track. That's my favorite number as well. It, um, oh, they look mine. like they are hamster size. Like, mm-hmm. they are, yeah. a yeah. cat on a railway track would be the same size as the, as the, as the metal line. They are diminutive on top of it. Mm-hmm. Like, it does not make... Mm-hmm spatial set and then we cut to inside the train and they are halfway up the the doors of the train it's wildly yeah. inconsistent i kind of got used to it you just stop caring at a certain yes. point yeah. you get used to how all the cats look like it's it's viscerally upsetting for like the first couple scenes where you're seeing like humans prowling in yeah. shadow and then you just get used to it that's just what they look like yeah, i this, don't know this film was really like an exercise in like leaning in and surrendering mm. and like yes ending and just like taking it as it came you're like all right we're gonna have to just keep letting go of reality as this goes on yeah. in order for us to like get out of this okay. alive in the end we all learned something from cats <laughs> you you just surrender it's uh, david sims wrote a great article about it for the atlantic he's like you just just let it go it's cats you just go along for the ride and yeah. you will have a much better time than like analytically questioning everything which Behind the musical the cats does not invite it, it it's a bad way to approach any version of this yeah, yeah. but which we are here to do today precisely <laughs> so after we've seen victoria be tossed into a junkyard we then see her be released from the bag by several other cats she gets mobbed by the cats they bust open, they the, sack open the sack and then scatter scatter yeah just randomly and then they walk through and we get a little bit of dialogue that says we're here for the, to make the jellical choice, and you shall hear how are they chose, in and they sing about themselves, and then we're quickly introduced yeah. to Rebel Wilson as Jenny Annie Dots. They never say any most of their names. No, just in the the dialogue they've added, mm. except for notably McCavity, most names are right. not said over and over again. But that's true for the um, stage production. Too. Exactly, like the 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 added dialogue is not further explanation. It's really just transitory. Yeah. It's like let me point you to the next number. So when Judy Dench is like, "Oh dear, you were abandoned." Do you want to see me make the jellical choice? Like she's offering her a butterscotch. Like, do you want some hot tea? Do you want to see me make the <laughs> jellical choice? In the theater. Yeah. Oh, for me especially, it was great. What a delivery of that but line! It, it was truly just purely function and not there for no texture, tone, anything. It was just sort like, of you could say Judy Dench's whole performance. I mean, she was honestly a star. All right, stars. we're on it. Judy Dench, pass fail. Pass, pass. Wow. Okay, I'm going to say pass. Uh, her singing is uh, nothing. It, just, nothing. it leaves oh, but everything to be designed. Out of that. But that's not enough for me to pass this class, honey. <laughs> <laughs> I t- speak on why you, you don't think Judy Dench is a pass. I want to hear. I just really didn't. Click. I thought the acting was good, sure, but you gotta sing. My gosh! And yeah, I don't know. Key more so than some of the other cats that were sing singing. Mm. Yeah, sure. I don't know. Didn't feel it. I didn't feel it. (laughs) That's fine. 
I thought we could have gone, you know, like, let's get Ian McKellen to play that role. You know what I mean? Let's switch them. Oh, swap it and up. Yeah, him. Do we have a like pass that. or fail? Ian McKellen. I have been <clears throat> warring over whether or not I think Ian I McKellen know. is good in this movie. I I have still not decided. I will give him a pass. My I theory, think he passes. My theory is that he's not only is he good, he's too good, which makes it bad. Way too mm-hmm. good. Yeah. yeah. That's how that. I felt as well. He's yeah. giving a real performance yeah. of this, yeah. like, nuanced, age cat who has accepted his death and is telling this story Sir and it, it feels completely out of Congress with anything right. else in the movie. Yeah, Because you'll have Ian give like a loaded, weighted performance. You see the backstory of this cat, where he comes from, where he dragged himself up and then Rebel Wilson's like, I'm fat and orange. And, <laughs> like, orange. and then just... immediately following his number, Idris Elba's like, oh, gosh, I want your autograph. <laughs> McCavity. Oh, so, <laughs> so disrespectful to Idris Elba. Like, oh, they managed oh. to turn easily, in my opinion, one of the scariest characters in musical theater canon Wow. into oh. wow. a joke. I'm I If I talk to a lot of my musical theater friends about, like, a character that gave you nightmares. If they've seen cats, McCavity gave them nightmares. Wow, it did not give me nightmares. Really? I guess oh, I with love the cats. scary, the <laughs> just like really scary makeup. The only cat that has really long claws, dark lighting, loud noises, came out of mm. nowhere, violent in comparison to the rest. Like truly an evil, dark, m- m- maleficent power in. Maleficent, the mistress of evil? That's correct. Literally, like, just, like, malevolent, terrifying cat. And then they turn it, and they were like, I'm covered in velour. (laughs) Does Does that not factor into your nightmare? Not in the stage. Well, okay. Are you, did you not have nightmares from this movie, but, like, not from (laughs) scariness, just, like, chaos? No. Just me? Okay. Well. No, yeah. I slept like a baby after we got home. <laughs> yeah. I was Rock in a fucking yeah. blanket. I don't know. Too. Um, it was, but yeah. usually so scary. And to me, covering Idris Elba in what seemed not like fur, but velour. And yeah, having yes. him with these very, drag very queen very blue sweatsuit. eyes. Yeah. Yeah. We've discussed it on very the show before. Time. Idris Elba maintains his natural skin tone which none of the other actors do. And it just looks like he's covered in a thin layer of velvet. It looks yeah. like his skin is yeah. shiny. Yeah. Incredible. It's when he's naked and dancing on those big <laughs> steps, I it was the most uncomfortable I've ever been. It was incredible. They added a bit of a plot to him. They were McCavity usually is just there to be an asshole to the yeah. other cats. Yeah. He's just like a shitty cat. But yeah. they were like, he wants to win, so he's doing everything he can to win. Yeah. And instead of having I was hoping that there would be the fight between Monka Strap and McCavity which is in the stage production they didn't instead the way that they showed that he was somebody to be feared is he poofed them yes so we're at that point <laughs> it, it first happens it after juice. Jenny Eddie dies. Yeah. so we're really early on and they decided to add a plot to this movie which the stage show generally does not have never and when you're looking at cats and you're trying to add a plot I don't know where else you could look than McCavity. So I will give them that. That is yeah. as close as you can get Making him to trying to think of a functional Traditional plot. antagonist. But the way they do it <laughs> is McCavity will show up after only some musical numbers and decide to disappear a cat. The first one is Jenny Any Dots, where after style. her no, number... I, he does it for all of them, actually. No, he does it for no. four total. He, he he disappears four cats to a barge in the middle of the Thames. 
Wait, yeah. is it and is then, it pronounced Thames? Or uh, Thames? Oh well, Thames? don't worry. There's or a Thames? lengthy back and forth. Thames? <laughs> or Thames, Thames, uh, or Thames. I don't. I never. I never learned. I, I think it's Thames. I oh, think it's a Thames. British thing. <laughs> uh, but they. He disappears. Four cats into the Hudson. He has Taylor Swift <laughs> party oh. roofie the rest <laughs> of <laughs> the 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 cast. And then he's like, I'll win. There's no cats left. And yeah. I'm like, what are you talking? They're all right a here. Of them, what right? are you talking about? He's trying to Taylor deceive Swift Judy Dench. party roofing the cats. It's what she does. She and dumps- then she doesn't, re- she's not in the entire movie. She comes down, she's like, drugs, and then disappears for <laughs> yeah. the rest of the show. <laughs> she comes down, oh, she, she party angel. drugs the entire, she euphorias <laughs> the entire up. party. Euphoria. And, then, and then supports Idris Elba. She's like, he has a soul. Then you never see her again. She Which does not seemed, get her comeuppance or anything. Which seemed like subtle racial commentary that made Definitely. me very uncomfortable. Definitely. Do you think? Uh, do you think that all the Avengers are somewhere on a barge? <laughs> all when they, got, when they Thanos. got Thanos, <laughs> they, got Thanos. <laughs> they all went to a barge, and it's it's Falcon and, and Black still Panther there. just like hanging to this, out. They're in the Thames Black on a barge and to this day. Somewhere on a barge. Yeah, there's somewhere on a barge <laughs> we together. Need the cats. I watched that movie. <gasps> I oh, Cats 2. Avengers style. <laughs> cats 2 and game. End game. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. We're building yes. the mar- Cat and uh, mouse. The uh, cinematic. Uh, it, it, cat in America. <laughs> Let it be. Cat in America. Thank you. Uh, so much. Let it be noted, and I will never forgive myself if we don't put this on record Do on it. the Do show. It. Every time McCavity disappears someone, Avengers he style. has a new fun catchphrase that he breaks out uh the oh. first time he says ineffable and, yeah. and it is in that tone <laughs> when he he sucks jenny any dots into into dust which mm. made the entire theater r- erupt it was insane it because was nobody knew that was coming. the funniest joke in cinematic history i agree and then <laughs> bustopher jones he just drops down in a bottomless pit yep uh uh <laughs> For Ian McKellen, I think he says, meow. <laughs> it does. It's exactly like that. He says, meow. And then there's one more and he says, McCavity. And I'm worried that Idris Elba may never work again. I think this I'm is a concerned. career killer. It, I, I think it, actually it's going to open the door for him. That guy is going no. places. As a camp, he was almost James Bond. He was spitting distance from James Bond. Really? And this is what he, this is the consolation. They gave him his own movie instead because the creators couldn't possibly give it to a black man. Although I think the next James Bond is a black woman. I have no idea. Other Phoebe Waller-Bridge is helping write that. Yeah, because Daniel Craig is like, I love Fleabag. Let's Um, bring her in. I don't think Phoebe Waller-Bridge was part of Cats, though. I think she could have. But imagine. 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 We We got the Fleabag camera. We got the Fleabag camera. She wrote Judy Dench's Oh my god. Yet another example of an element that they took from the stage production and put into the movie that they shouldn't have, but decided to keep. It didn't work at all. They were like, oh, perfect. in the it last 10 perfect. minutes, let's have her stare oh, into the audience's soul. I think Something it worked. Something that has... <laughs> no, go ahead. Oh, I do. I think it worked. I needed it. <laughs> My- when it happened, I needed it. I needed her to <laughs> look at me. Okay. I needed her to acknowledge me. I needed to be seen. <laughs> I needed to know that I wasn't going through this alone and this wasn't my own personal nightmare. No and that <laughs> and that like I Thank existed. Yeah. I needed to know that I existed. Judy Dench was acknowledging your existence. <laughs> I uh, it's, it's almost oh. a turn of like 
Don't worry. It's almost over. <laughs> we were right here. But, I it, know. but it kept <laughs> going. It, it, kept, isn't. it isn't. It kept going. So, do, okay. Yeah. So she glad turns, kept she turns two, back though. into the world and then she's like, and one more thing. <laughs> and you're like, no. She does it. It's like a four minute song. It's great. Yeah. It, it's like Tom Hooper watched the end of Goodfellas where like Ray Liotta finally looks down the barrel and he's like, yeah, I can have Judy Dench do that at the end of this movie. She mm. sings a three minute song mostly to camera. The cats all strike a triumphant pose. I think movie not over. Movie keeps going. Did you That's think that they were all going to turn into dust when the sun hit them? A hundred percent. A hundred percent. I was stone. getting that vibe. I was getting a vibe that like they can't exist in the light and that they were all just going to turn to dust in the cavity style. It would have helped. Yeah. But we when watch. No, we like have that. to watch Jennifer Hudson disappear behind a cloud. This is what's to crazy to me: is this movie was only two hours, but it felt like four. It was For under sure. two hours. Yeah. It was under yes, two. Under I will two. be honest; I did take a bathroom break during it. I had to go to the bathroom. Because they didn't put yeah. in a fucking and I didn't care. You know. <laughs> God damn it! God damn it! Uh, I did also throughout the movie start, you know, when they were kind of in the ball and doing all their performances, my group and I started clapping after every performance. That was oh, a thing yeah. that happened, which theater, I felt we really loved well. It. We were clapping. <laughs> I, it felt the, really appropriate. The person I was sitting next to, who is a sound designer that actually works at the public, their name is Chantal. I love them dearly. They leaned over to me and they were like, I can't believe that they baked in. Time for, for applause. applause. That's what it felt like. Like they cooked it in. Yeah. They, they, mm-hmm. they like left the playoffs so that the audience could go. <gasps> there was one time that they didn't, and James Corden had a line, and I do not know what he said. No, no. nobody knows because we clapping. were applauding. Yeah. Also, does uh, anyone know what Ian McKellen said that one time when he was whisked away? No. When he was when he was on the plank right before, right after he pushed what's your uh, what's his face over? Growl Tiger. Oh, no, this or is Gus? fire far fiddle. Yeah, the fiend uh, of the fiddle. <laughs> it is. Yeah. Uh, it is of course Gus the Theater Cat's famous character, Friar Far Fiddle, the fiend of the fell. Mm-hmm. Uh, and oh. it's a callback uh, for anyone that can understand what Ian McKellen is saying during that song, which is no one. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. It is uh, incredible. <laughs> but let okay. So okay. Uh, the the next song on the docket, uh, I think will be a controversial choice. Jason Derulo as Rum Tum Tugger, pass fail. Fail. I was so excited (laughs) for him. Pass. Damn. Oh my God. Damn. Why pass? Uh, If it works for you, it works for you. I was so excited. I don't know what I expected different. You know? I knew it was bad. I'll be honest. I... It could have been worse. Fair. Yeah. It could have been worse. That's I w- not really. I wasn't surprised in any way that I felt, oh, hooray, you know, <laughs> but I wasn't in any way like, I. there was no part of me that was like, you did a bad job. If it no, was, you okay. did a job. You did a job. If you it was okay. better, it wouldn't have fit into this film. I mean, fair. That's, That's how actually I feel super about fair. this. I, it's like, like what we said about Ian, we were like, too good. Yeah. No. <laughs> like, yeah. this is like, this feels like, yes, if the I, right amount of bad. You fit in this universe. <laughs> I don't know. My, yeah, no, go, go ahead. No, go. Okay. My show. my issue with it is that I, I think he did a good job as portraying the character Rum Tum Tugger. The sexy, yeah. wild, you can't control yeah. me cat. The attitude is there. The movements are there. My issue with it is stop talk singing, sing a fucking song. That is, which is a, a mm, consistent mm. issue throughout this movie. Yes. A lot of riffing at the end. Yeah. A lot oh, of riffing. Oh, oh, I did not Weedy like Nagular. that. Uh, he does oh, for riffing. It was yeah. the same. Nah, which they usually do for like three seconds as like a bit in the stage version, yeah. but it was the entire riff. I'm like, 
That was why I was so disappointed. A full. That was why I was disappointed. I'm like Jason Derulo is a classically trained ballet and tap dancer who has a history of musical theater and like can sing face, and he didn't do any of those things. That is weird because this has ballet and this has tap dancing. Yeah, he didn't do any of it. No, he just kind of of jumps from place to place. He yells milk, which is iconic. We're all going to be wearing shirts that say milk. Like it's it's like we're you know forget about it. When this goes again to the (laughs) milk is back. Uh, this will oh God, uh, single-handedly kill Oat Milk. Tugger with Got Milk, like yeah. the 90s ad campaign, I would put a poster of that on my wall in a heartbeat. Mm-hmm. I liked wow. the number. The milk bar, the <laughs> neon like blue and purple light of the milk bar looks really cool. I think that mm-hmm. is an, a cool dynamic oh, look for that I wanna song. I want to be clear. I'm not sure if Rum Tum Tugger is in the rest of the movie besides that number. I'm pretty sure he pops up, one other he pops a, up a bunch, yeah. but... I only remember that, so that is all I. He have it was offer. virtually honestly disappears. in that diner. It was his beauty school dropout. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That, that was I felt moment. like yeah, that was his moment. Yeah. And it was a diner, so it like Tugger feels is, like in that universe. Yeah. yeah, Tugger's another one of those tracks often referred to as a princess track in Cats. There's two, Grizabella, who often is not on stage for most of the show, comes out, sings her her for the first time she sings Memory, walks off. Then comes back on for the reprise, gets the largest applause, walks off, comes on for the end, and gets a standing ovation. Yeah. Princess track. Tugger also has a very similar track. Mm-hmm. Is there sometimes, does dance for it, but his costume's so identifiable that he sticks out, mm-hmm. so they only have him dance little bits. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he mostly doesn't do too much, except I for the ensemble Rum Tum Tugger was gay for Mr. Mistopheles in, yeah, in the I stage version. I thought that, no, I thought that he's is. the one who sings it. Oh, he does. He does. Oh, wow. <laughs> Never was there ever. No, which he was lacking in this. They does. straight, that was my biggest, that was my biggest angry note was it's, that Mr. Mistopheles was straight washed. I was like, that makes And they give no it to that sense. fucking wet blanket ass monkus strap. And that is a crime. It, that's a crime. They, it was it's, dumb. They were like, we need a like a romantic arc between the white cat. I, it's not really white. Can I just comment real quickly? Yes. That that romantic arc is kind of bizarre to anybody that knows the show because they're siblings. Vi- they're siblings. Victoria and uh uh M- Mr. Mistopheles are often they're like the ro- the prince and princess of the Jellicle. Oh, and no, so they're like the ones that walk everyone through it, well, and that's why they, they're like the really pretty. It's like one of those yeah. things that you don't really know if you watch it, yeah. but if you're in the cast, like it's told to you because there are functioning relationships with every cat <laughs> that the audience does not know about. Right. But if you're in yeah, the cast, you fucking know. I don't know. Have you do, been? but like it's you spend a whole day talking about have it. Have you been on Pornhub recently? <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, I'm, uh, I'm, yeah, I'm not 100%. at liberty to. <laughs> not yet. I don't know. People are so into siblings right now. Yeah, people are really <laughs> I'm sorry. Do you mean Cat's Hub? Cat's Hub. That's where I've been. Not podcasts, porn cats. Front page of Pornhub. Like everyone go to Pornhub.com right now and you'll see like Right now. Okay. Demonetized. On the first page, and I feel like that's <laughs> Kevin's got his phone up. <laughs> <laughs> Siblings are so hot right now. Yeah, it was just. I mean, it's very. They make it very clear that they're not in the 100%. film version, so it's not weird. But it did go through my mind at one point. I was like, man, okay. Yeah, that cat's extended universe lore does not carry over into, like, the, into the for the hardcore nerds. We're all sitting over here being like, what's this? Yeah, you got to read the the it's novelization the where they expand novels, the, yeah. novel, the original, not the remake. So then, once HBO uh, bring <laughs> reboots Cats uh, as a it. as a gritty nine episode HBO series cats. about race, yeah. Yeah. yes, yeah. 
set in Tulsa, Oklahoma. I mean, uh-huh. at this at this point, I'd watch oh. any, any remake of. <laughs> at this point, I'm completely in on Cats. Yes, yes, Watchmen is the That's reference. Being <laughs> yeah. By the time I'm done with the show, I will cats. have spoken about Cats on mic for over 24 hours, and I'm not done. I'm not There's tired no of it. There's more to explore. No one ever. Uh, so the next cat on our list oh, uh, arrives. <laughs> it is, of course. Bustopher Jones, no. the cat about town. No. Fail, 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 fail. I'm actually going to sit this one out. Y'all can, yeah, say whatever yeah, you want. Yeah, I'm going to go right. to the bathroom. Is that okay? All right, so I actually, yeah. I'm going to say pass. Uh, really? I'm going to say pass. All right, let's I hear thought, it. Be, well, okay, uh, as far as portrayal goes, mm-hmm. I thought that the clearly improvised lines were atrocious, but I don't blame James for that. Hi. I think as yeah. as far as the character, the way that he kind of trotted about <laughs> was, I mean, it was fine. It, it wasn't, pr- I actually thought that he did a good job of the kind of cat about town and I just love to rummage through the garbage and eat food. Um, the thing that ruined it for me was not James Corden. It was Idris Elba going, push and spats. Hey, push and spats. <laughs> Uh, we haven't given a pass fail to Idris Elba, so we'll have to wait for the whole gang oh, because I the j- mention of Bustopher Jones drove two people from the room. Yeah. Um, but also, uh, just I just like to point out that even though they had cats wearing shoes, Bustopher Jones, even though it is in the lyrics, was not wearing spats. He was not wearing spats. Uh, not that I saw. I, mean, I thought I he was. I thought he had spats. Maybe he was, part was. Of his fur. It uh, looked like it was fur. I, yeah. It didn't look like he had spats on, and I was like. Just it's the one thing you, you uh, got. You bu- got Jenny any dots with a fucking glitter blouse. Thorn. Yeah, uh, Bustopher Jones who? is the biggest uh, moment of visceral horror for me in the entire movie. This whole sequence mm-hmm. of James Corden eating <laughs> trash, mm-hmm. just huge yeah. ham legs and biting into it was yeah. it, it was entire up, crustacean shell and all. It was yeah. upsetting. And then he tumbles into a trash can where Rum Tum Tugger is indeed in the middle of a threesome with yes, two other cats. With Bomb Ballerina and Demeter. <laughs> is it Bomb Ballerina? It absolutely is. It's the two of them. It's the two of them who normally sing Macavity, but they were instead of singing uh, Macavity too busy sleeping with Tugger. Uh, which checks out actually. Okay, but Taylor Swift is playing Bomb Ballerina, so they've just switched the they name changed of that the whatever because cat she is. wanted it. But yeah, when they walk in yeah. on Jason Derulo having a threesome with two Jason other cats and then they pour <laughs> champagne directly in this oh, cat's but, mouth. Oh, and when he closes his mouth to swallow, the liquid keeps pouring but doesn't splatter it's on his face. It's completely digital liquid. It's terrible digital the liquid. Worst. It's like playing a fucking video game where they never figured out they what liquid is it. supposed to look like. The, it, the, that was the first example of truly heinous uh, digital. I mean, well, that's not incorrect. The uh, certain specified effects that didn't work. Like yes. when they launch him in the air and you and like his path does not follow an actual physics his path. His parabola whatsoever. does not make it's, sense. It and then he lands on his balls and it's hilarious. Oh, and I God, saw it coming and I was like, killed oh. me. I have we have not seen a genuine ball hit in a, such a long oh, time, it's so and there tired. are two of them in this movie. Because at one point, Rebel boring. Wilson hits uh, Growl Tiger in the nuts with a big chain. Classic. No. Not Classic. not before hitting herself in the face. Right. Yes. Don't mess with the crazy cat lady. She hits herself. In the I face. mean, it's she's classic. not a lady. Uh, it's uh, it's stupid. What she's does cat. cat lady mean to a cat? Is that she is a lady cat? It's. That's- uh, awful. Next up on our docket, mm-hmm. Mungo Jerry and Rumple Teaser. I, the, I I have to breathe. I can't. The <laughs> biggest fails of the show. These two so fucking sad. suck. They picked the shittier uh, 
melody. I'm not even sure it was the original (laughs) shitty melody, but it was closer to the original. That's terrible. I don't know if these two can't sing or chose not to, but it is all, every line in this song is tossed off like a joke, like these weird little asides that we have to, and I'm like, no, sing a fucking song. Dare to actually do this song. It was the absolute low light of the movie for me. He was Mungo Jerry <laughs> or Ma Bautista. Yeah, it was at like half speed. It, it yeah, was... and there were almost zero acrobatics. Yeah, there was. The, no. That's the whole point of that song is that they're acrobatic cats who steal things. Mm-hmm. And all they did was steal things and then put the things on themselves. And I, I was so upset. And then she was gay for the siblings. Like, yeah. here we are again. Yeah. Here we are again. Pornhub.org. And she's literally wearing a pearl necklace. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, as a music geek, oh. Mungo yeah. Jerry and Rumble Teaser is like one of my favorite songs. <laughs> it is. It was a sex thing. It's one of my favorite songs in the show yeah. because of this truly swing in seven eight section. Dun 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 and it's groovy. It's like very atypical super musical theatery to have an odd measure. I talked about this in the podcast 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 that Kevin and I recorded. Um I did a drag number to Mungo Jerry and Rumple Teaser. So I remember with with a um ex lover of mine. And I remember Ooh, we were looking into like the choreography and versions of it. And there is one that's kind of, it might be the same melody or a similar melody of the one that they used in this movie, which is shittier. And then there's like the very, very fun one, which is like, Mungo Jerry and Rumble Teaser. We're a notorious drama. That's like fun and it gets super stuck in your head. This didn't. It's like you have to like reach into like a cobweb in your brain to like pull out what might have been in the movie. The actual worst. Was there a melody? So much potential with the song Uh and they ruined that. I thought it was going to be the best part of the movie. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. once it happened and that's how it landed, I was like, okay, I must settle into my new reality. And yeah. uh, someone saved me. Stunk up the fucking joint. It was it was it was terrible. It really yeah. was. Um, and we've already talked about a couple of these cats. Uh, it's about time we got to Grizabella, the glamour cat, okay. as portrayed by Jennifer Hudson. She overacted that. She was she's in four scenes and she, she snot cries through every mm-hmm. one of them. I'm going to say fail, mm-hmm. with the only exception being when she does uh, her, the one part of memory you have to nail, mm-hmm. she nails. She and and yeah. ju- uh, The belt. It yeah. lasts about three seconds, though. Yeah, it's uh, it trails off immediately and is interrupted by Victoria. That is the one saving grace of that entire performance. When she's just like cold and outside and she's the and she's crawling on the ground she's like that beaten down she's not even bipedal anymore <laughs> it's oh what a fucking shit show that character is i i felt like i've seen her sing it better mm-hmm. like on other yes. shows yeah like mm-hmm. talk shows and stuff like that she's like making appearances on and or i've just seen her clips of singing the song or in in efforts to build up anticipation for the movie, mm-hmm. she's been singing it like yeah. at different functions and stuff. And I thought she, I was kind of disappointed in this. Mm-hmm. Do you yeah. think that this movie is for children? <laughs> well, I was just wondering because I was like yeah. watching that performance. I'm like, God, it's so sad. If I was a child right now, I would just be so 
unbelievably sad about adulthood and about <laughs> just like what's to come and like what what is this problems and, in society you can't fix and then that just had me reflecting like is this a children's mo- what who is this yeah. for it is rated pg okay, but yeah. i don't know so, if that means with a it strong is p for oh yeah. that p is hard you need a parental um, <laughs> this is a, a horny wear. film uh but mm. uh, i i don't i don't mm. know who this is intended for i don't know who tom hooper's intended audience for this movie i know well i i will say tom i think hooper <laughs> the spank bank this I was something furries? this was an assignment from his therapist yeah. <laughs> i had a therapist bless. once that was like write a screenplay about like your life i want to see how you organize it and i don't know if i ever submitted it but i think tom hooper has enough resources and money that this was an assignment by his therapist it to truly. be like you, you need to work through some stuff submit it to me we won't show anyone and then it got leaked <laughs> <laughs> Tom Hooper's $100 million therapy I think assignment. it truly is a testament to how if you have a shit ton of money, you can really just get away with anything. Yeah. And I, I don't think this is going to tank his career. Cause no, because this, this movie's no. opening to like six million dollars opening weekend. It's and I gonna don't know do if... well for all the wrong reasons. Yeah, yeah. I wonder how it's gonna do internationally. I wonder how people are they gonna be worried about <gasps> how us? will it translate? How are they gonna do all the puns in Japanese? <laughs> <laughs> Does crazy cat lady translate <laughs> to other nationalities? Maybe it's funnier in other. Oh, I hope so. Because there's a ton of slapstick. There's something yeah, in there for everybody. Some, the French will love it because there's a lot of Jerry Lewis like, oh, nice lady, I felt it. <laughs> That's James Corden's entire <laughs> <Yeah>. performance. <laughs> What's the next number? Because our favorite number, I had an idea. Uh, my, uh, the next number is indeed the best number in the entire <laughs> musical Skimble Shanks, the railway cat, which happens. I disagree. Right <laughs> after Gus the Theater Cat, the long, slow, oh. sad song, and I remember it being so jarring because that song ends. Ian McKellen disappears, and then it is Skimble Shanks. It just like comes at you like a wave yeah. of energy. All right, a couple things about this piece. So one, <laughs> I saw that cat before Rock. I saw any of the other cats, and I was like, that cat's a twink. I like him. <laughs> that's like, correct. I, I saw him. I saw him wearing his little red suspenders, and I was oh, like, yeah. and I was like, I think I'm gonna want this cat. They leaned over to me. They were like, Did you see the cat in suspenders? I was like, What are you talking about? <laughs> I was like, I'm ready for whatever this cat is about to bring to the table. And I hope he, he sings. And so I thought, like, like they obviously they don't spit. You know, I like a number because I started start talking British for it, um, <laughs> and like. I really liked because I knew if he was wearing suspenders that like they did not waste a cent on CGing anything they didn't have to. So this this cat gets a song. So I was excited. And then I realized as it started, you know what else is a horrible CGI musical number that takes place on a train? hot chocolate from Polar Express. <laughs> so I thought about it. And I was like, you know what? This would be an amazing supercut. You you just layer that and this and you put it back to back and you put it together and you weave it in. It's a perfect number. You got hot chocolate and you got Tom <laughs> Hanks whose face isn't like rendered properly. And then you got these cats who like don't fit onto the train tracks. Whose faces and, are not rendered properly. And then, and then you just you, you get hot chocolate and you get cats. And it's just... <laughs> Okay, for in my hot drink. Okay, but the choreography for Polar Express was better. (laughs) No, no, because it starts with like the 
most titillating tippity tap. Oh, that it's part's like, good. Tap, I disagree. Tap, tap, tap. I it was tap. bad. It was like beginner tap 101. Yeah, I was like, I know what that is. Like, that's look, Grandma, Times Square. I've got this. Like, uh, <laughs> and then they take out on that like long wooden log, and then it turns into a railway, which turns into a train. It's and then he spins up into the sky and disappears. Because McCavity moved him. It's, it's, it, I, with the trans, the transition from Gus into uh, 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 dumb. What's, what's his name? Scamble Shanks. We were just talking about the railway cat. Yeah, the cat the, of the railway train. So, <laughs> in in the stage production, it is it is an awkward like really slow to like bah! But they make a bit out of it because they're like in the lyrics. He's like, oh, he's he's sleeping. They're like, where's Skimble? Yeah. And they, saying Skimble, where's Skimble? But that's usually the entire cast screams. So everybody's like, there's a whisper down the line at eleven forty nine when the night wears ready to depart, and they're all literally whispering. And there's a cat upstage. Asleep, and they're all crawling up to him, and they're going, "Saying Skimble, what a Skimble!" And they wake him up, and then you're like, "Bah!" And it's a perfect metaphor for what you as the audience are going through. They mm-hmm. cut that, and it just is jarring for the sake of being jarring, and also for what happens when you literally wake up a cat. I mean, that's yeah. very true. <laughs> this is the part of the of this piece of this film of this work of the cinema piece where Jace does start getting more and more picky mm-hmm. about how it differs. Like this is about when like, it no, started getting louder and louder for me, dance. and I could no longer. This just, is not a tap dance. Yeah, yeah, it was just. It, openly yelling at the screen for the rest of the film. And I was like, this is my birthday. I'm just trying to My like- friends aren't here. You're making a scene. <laughs> like, let's it's just- not correct! <laughs> like, I don't know what you expected. This is Cats. I don't know what you expected. Is a great review of this film. <laughs> the best part is this was not the bottom for me. We'll get there. Not the bottom. So no, you rank top- this one real low. Because Kimball Shanks- Hard pass for me. He wins. He he wins the day. I, I, I could give or take Skimble Shanks. I think it was the first time when I started to really feel a dissonance from mm. what I thought was a smart thing to maintain for the stage production. It was when I started to feel like the true departure that I was like, oh, why? I did laugh out loud at the tiny, tiny cats on like... Uh, over the bridge. <laughs> that is when I laughed out loud at the film. It was exceptional. <laughs> it was almost like a shot out of Peter Pan. Hundred mm. percent. Yeah, and yeah. that is why I loved it. All right, so we are <laughs> on to is an inspiration. Uh, two divisive characters. It is McCavity as sung by Taylor Swift, but we might as well rate McCavity because he doesn't sing a song in this whole movie. So I don't. Do oh. we rate Taylor Swift? For me, a pass. Love the number, oh, the I, moon, the party pass. drugs. Huge I, pass. pass. Dancing. Taylor Swift has a never performed the, at this level it, before. She has the never. choreo. She the, finally the shook it off. The sexy, sauntery choreo. It was the clear bottom of the movie for wow, me. It was wow, the wow, clear. Wow, 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 wow. But you hate Taylor Swift. I mean, I really don't like Taylor Swift. Oh, I hate but her like, with my whole body. But, like, also but I just loved her performance. Ex- <laughs> execution of it, because also, I think also McCavity is one of my favorite numbers mm. of Cats. I say that about Yeah, a that's true. It is the sexiest number it's from childhood. It's so fucking <laughs> hot. You get bomb ballerina and Remember Demeter. childhood? Mm. It was sexy. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what's sex? I don't know. These skin tight cats. This can make me feel something. Meow, meow, meow. Hey, kitty girl. Yeah, no, it's 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 a mess. It's a I just it just it just missed the mark for me. You took someone who's the epitome of lack of sex appeal. And put her in 
The sex appeal song. Oh, yeah, that's I'm, mean to take boo, a boo. Oh, the gremlin doesn't like Taylor. How dare you be mean to that billionaire? I'll do what I want. <laughs> right, exactly. Babe, like, I don't like Taylor, but I'm not telling her she ain't sexy. I, yeah. I'm, I'm, I am. It's <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but that is my opinion. Everyone's like, sexy. I'm I think she gets a pass because you never see her again for the rest of the movie. <laughs> That's yes. the best part of it. Appears. Yes. Nah, in. Out. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. Know, and I, that's what a celebrity should be in the movie for. Yeah. Yes. I just Not I think that's the other thing, though, is I'm so, so vehemently much. against celebrities just being like, like, yeah, just like, here yeah. you go. We're he- you're here simply to boost ticket sales. And I'm like, but if you're going to book a celebrity, book them to do one okay, number Okay, but they leave. booked Idris Elba, Sir Ian McKellen, like, that's Dame what I'm saying. Judy She's Dench, the only one that Jason made sense. She's the only one that can <laughs> sing. <laughs> can she? Yes. No. Yeah. I no. thought she She cannot one. do, Taylor Swift cannot do memory, but she can no. do this rendition I of thought, this song. I she thought she, pop. I didn't like her vocal performance either. I think mm. she is known for a, being a songwriter. I will concede that she can write a bop. Even though I don't like her, she has songs that I will regretfully shake my ass to. Okay. Nice to meet you where you've been. I, I can show you incredible, incredible things. things. I just got so Magic cool. Madness, Heaven Sin. Now, <laughs> we have not graded McCavity, the mystery him. cat, as portrayed by Idris Elba in know. one of the worst performances I've ever seen on screen. I say, love Idris Elba. He is terrible. I'm going to say it's the exact image of when you put a compass on the North Pole and it's just spinning rapidly. Because <laughs> it is it is simultaneously and not at the same time both fantastic and terrible. And I just, I can't, I can't possibly rate it other than like, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm calling it a kitchen sink performance because he gave us everything yes. but the kitchen sink. Yeah, I, th- I give it like an, I think it's necessary. Oh. Mm. Wow. Yeah, I'm really here for that. You're so fucking smart. I agree with that because it's, uh, he was in a completely different movie. He was in a movie that ca- this cat should have been. Uh-huh. But for sure. Ta- this is a, yeah. uh, Tom Hooper's Christopher Nolan cats. That's mm-hmm. like dark and gritty, somewhat gritty. Was it? This is. No, Was it? Could have been. been. As kinda, this as is Inception. Gritty. Yeah, yeah, Inception. <laughs> this is Inception remake. Yeah. Was... Uh, so, I think Idris was campy and like self-aware. Yeah. He was a joy. He I, he was I was doing. never not happy when he was on screen, but for every <laughs> wrong reason you could yeah, possibly I, I imagine. I can agree with that. I feel like we were Idris, you know? Wow, <laughs> we are way. all Idris now. Yeah. I do feel but like I also we felt were. like no one gave him a lick of direction. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Just like, like literally have the, fun. The, the, the costume designer gave him one pass. <laughs> like yeah. the makeup room was like, okay, actually don't, don't come in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You he know what not, I mean? Like not taken care of. He was yeah. not. And that's <laughs> and that's I think it was just disappointing she for me to watch him mm-hmm. kind of flail around. He does deserve ways. the most as a person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So sure. But he, he could have done very well in the role. Yeah. And with, I think he did but, the best yeah. he could with what he was given. Mm-hmm. And uh and I, I'm sort of I'm I'm upset on his yeah. behalf. What a supporter dad. You deserve more. But I will say that about the movie in general is that everyone was directed in you know a different style in a different. <laughs> it was just a hundred different I movies. Think they probably had like an assistant director every like 
every day other of day. shooting. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And like Tom Hooper was like, sorry, I'm over here like just trying to get this fur. You like, help the yeah. actor. You, yeah. you do the actors. And you, every day you got it was them, a right? different it was a different intern and that yes. intern like hadn't actually like touched a camera yet and had just had like intro to film and like had never seen cats. Cat at one point actually this cat, the me, one sitting meow, to my yes. to my right at me, meow, uh mentioned that they thought Cats would work really well if it was restructured as like a vaudeville kind of thing, uh, yeah, where it truly was well. individual acts with mm-hmm. different. Yeah. Yes, if it was just like, hello, this is a cat. The cat must introduce itself <laughs> as its song, <laughs> and then it is gone. That like makes sense for vaudeville. It does not make sense for a movie plot. Right. Well, wow. that's why it's so beautiful to watch on stage as well because. It's performance art. It, yeah, and because the choreography is so beautiful and, and the singing is so well done and you're like, okay, well, no matter what, they just sung a pretty poem and they shimmied their booty, you know? But <laughs> I don't in this know what movie, I watched, but I loved it. I loved it. In this movie, it was like, okay, none of them are good at anything. Yeah, it was, I don't know what I watched, but I loved hating it. They tried to make to, it about watched, the design and about the the world. Yeah. And I was like, honey, it's not. <laughs> yeah, that's how I felt too watching this. You don't really fall in love with any of the cats. They're <laughs> no. just all there. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> Who did you fall for? Kevin. Why there's but one cat left to speak about. <laughs> and who is that? And they all say, oh, well, never was there ever a cat so clever as magical Mr. Mistopheles. <laughs> <laughs> the audience was singing. We were clapping. Was, we were singing. brought along with the ride. It was a journey, and we were all on board. It was straight <laughs> washed. Mi- it was straight yes. Pass, pass, pass. Interesting. I pass, I pass. I don't pass I was entertained. for the straight washing because <laughs> it was it was tying in with the Victoria. I, we didn't, mm-hmm. I didn't yeah. need it. It was a t- I wasn't oh, there rooting was a, for him. There was a spark. It was, oh, a, it yeah, was a difficult honey. one for me because because at this point, Taylor had taken me entirely out, so I was fully just doing comparisons. <laughs> and was yelling at the screen. I was yelling at the screen. Taylor I was being reached out on my screen. Taylor grabbed me, me by the neck and was like, I hate you. And then I was like, I guess I hate this. Uh, but, <laughs> but, but, but like, <laughs> Magical Mr. Mistopheles is like, doesn't sing a whole lot. Sings tiny bits in the stage production. Has an LED light chest. So L- light excuse a, light me. Just, like, Where really was Fantastic <laughs> costuming. And like this intensely difficult dance routine where mm-hmm. just fuete, 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 fuete. Mm-hmm. Which is, a fuete is a... It's the spin with your leg out, and it's very difficult. They and did, we they saw did about the zero of them. They, they, they did it in the ball, they, actually. They the yeah, for like a Monka second. Strap did it and did some really like Ryan Steele, Newsy, Specs kind of dancing. That was my favorite yeah, part of the movie. I mean, they the had movie. like five minutes in the Jellicle Ball where they were like, let's do all our dancing. Oh. Everybody do a trick in one minute. And let's all <laughs> zoom out really, oh. really far so you can't actually see, see anything. There was, one, there was one pan that they did. It was almost a 360 panorama yeah. of the people. It was earlier on in the film. And I literally turned to my friend. French Chantal and I went that pan was so fast everything was blurry it was mm-hmm. not a single yeah. frame of clarity it was no. just there for oh I actually have been meaning to say this the whole time you know how you feel when you see a cursed image you know, <laughs> yeah. you know when you go on the internet and like that like a meme like a cursed image and yes. you look at yeah. it Okay, so Cats is a moving picture, which is approximately 23 frames per second. So it's like seeing a cursed image at 23 frames per second. Wow. That is That's what amazing. Cats feels like. Yeah, it is. Wait, let's do some quick math. I can't. 
Carry the one. Let's see. Multiply that by an hour and 49 minutes. Now, what? Are, how many cursed images did we see? Oh, honey, a lot. <laughs> yeah. You got this. Okay, oh, my God, you're on. doing it. You're beautiful minding it. For listeners at home, Jason, like, there's a whole, there's a driveway. Every time someone speaks, I just try. Can I borrow? He's writing on the windows, like, in the social network. He just cannot contain. Yeah, Yeah, they, like, have, like, a red string and pins. It's 23 frames per second and 60 frames a minute. We got. It's 24. It's 24. I don't want your calculations to be wrong. Why are we doing this? 24 frames? It's 24 frames per second. 24 frames. This is unimportant. You can keep talking about other things. Keep talking. I'll do the math myself. You'll hear math mumbling underneath this track. Yeah, Mr. Mistopheli, a a different Mr. Mistopheles, I feel, than we would get on stage, who is normally like this confident magician, the conjuring turn, and instead so he's gay. this meek little stage magician. Um, watching this, it reminded me of one of my favorite movie quotes ever. Um, I was raped by Mr. Mistopheles from Team, Team America, America World, World Police. Police. <laughs> And uh, I could see how what? this. Mr. I don't like this. Can I we change the yeah, subject? Like sure. It is two. one thousand four hundred forty blurst images a minute. Wow, oh. that's too many. That's <laughs> a lot. Yeah. Okay, what I have to say about the Mr. Mistopheles number is that I was incredibly surprised the mice didn't come back. Mm, that would have been a good. Really? Yeah. yeah. They just oh. come out of the hat. Why? Well, because he was so meek and. S- Dumb. <laughs> I was like, the mice will do good here. Wait, where, where, the mice did come back at one point, and one he of them pulled them out of the hat, and then one of them oh, fell down yes. a giant stool, which surely would have killed the mouse. But it was a know. child being like, ah! rats are fucking durable, dude. <laughs> it was a mouse. So, all right, well, they're the same. I. <laughs> you can't prove to me that Why they're different. You? They're different. I shall fight they you to the death. Why are we fighting? <laughs> I'm gonna get you a pet mouse and rat and see how you like the difference. My sister had a Please pet do. Mouse. Slip them right in my bedroom window. God bless. Uh, yes, but the 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 execution of the Mr. Mistopheles scene is strange because it's this slow building crowd movement where everyone gradually gets more in on it, and then suddenly Judy Dench is behind them, and we we just cut a minute. Minutes later, we cut back to McCavity being like, fuck, shit, I lost her. Also, why is the magical cat bad at magic? Like, I don't understand. Yeah. That's his yeah, whole thing. Because yeah. he's cute. Because he's cute. <laughs> because he tries so hard. But that's his whole thing. And they were like, fuck it, we're going to make him struggle. Yeah, they made him a fuck-up magician instead. <laughs> they made it like, you know, when the, the your eight-year-old cousin who got a magic kit is like, yeah. I'm going to show you some tricks. They pull and flowers. And he cannot and fucking do it. <laughs> But it's uh-huh. building confidence. Yeah, it changed yes. the meaning of the song because they're like, yeah. in the say, oh, no. Like, they're all like, was it in- him on. you're like, you can do it, Mr. Come on, buddy. Yeah. Was it encouragement on, or derision? Was it like, for fuck's sake, Miss Doe, just do it? Or was it like, no, they, they came around. I think the second first, one. Yeah, yeah, the second one is definitely. <laughs> if it was the other way, it would be so much more Very fun. Very entertaining, yeah. Ew, fucking shit. It was also. Yeah. Get all, it together. It's in your damn name. So Come on. Victoria could at the end be like I'm the only one that's left that believes in you and then it's like oh, we're straight <laughs> enough <laughs> what that was for get these straights out of my office I just, it didn't make sense and cats especially Mr. Mistopheles that made no sense it it was a bold choice to make this kind of little meet cute relationship one of the cent- dramatic centerpieces of the story. I can't. What would this have been like if it had been a Pixar film? Better. So well, cool. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, so I cool. guess so. I don't know if this. Is, I don't know what I don't Pixar, Pixar would have been able it. to do no, with they this have. that we didn't already get. I think it would have all been animated. Right. 
I think I the ideal. <laughs> I really would have liked that. I still think the ideal version of cats, as translated into a movie, is probably a two D animated like Aristocats style, where they it's are all regular cats. Right, Aristocats. the Aristocats did it, but I still <laughs> think that's probably the best version you would have gotten. I am endlessly glad that this is the version that we indeed. Got. I just had a very visceral like memory. Memory. Nice. Uh, Why? <laughs> Why did they animate the tails so disturbingly? I liked it. I liked it during the Jellicle dance. The Jellicle ball, the, where they just... The ball. Doink. I was like, this I is... more. These erect tails as they're, like, thrusting Can towards the floor. Can you imagine directing that moment, though? They're like, here's the deal, right? You've got four counts of music. You're going to stand there on all fours, stick your bum in the air, and don't fucking move. We'll animate the rest of it. Trust us, it'll look brilliant. I There was a I visceral... Nah, from the entire audience. <laughs> you're you're implying effective. that Tom Hooper knows what counts or measures are, and I'm not convinced that he does. Having directed <laughs> two musicals, I'm not convinced that he would be able well, to they read were, uh, sheet music. I mean, the, I don't know Tom Hooper personally. I can't speak for that. <laughs> but I, I can't even speak. I'm so flustered. The tail went up See? on the beat, so someone knew what they were doing sure. and made a bad choice. Andy no, Blankenbuehler. I liked it. It was Andy Blankenbuehler. I enjoyed it. Yeah. He should have known better. It was yeah. a comedic oh, moment. It was funny. I think it unified the audience. Yeah. This but, is it's but a, for, at what cost? It's a communal movie experience like we are always described to try and do in film school where it's like you need something yeah, that gets the this. audience together. It's something that gets like we need to all be on the same page as a community. And the best movie going experiences like I don't know, I, the Lord of the Rings were great theatrical going experiences. The entire audience is together and wants to see how this thing wraps up. And there are so many communal moments. The first communal moment with the cat face projected on the cloud, we are all 100% on the same page. One person did try and shush us like 10 minutes into the movie, and they never tried again. They realized it was a futile endeavor. They're like, oh, where? Oh, oh no, that's, oh, that's how it's supposed to. Okay, got it. Mm. And this is, it was the most communal I've ever felt in a movie theater. Mm -hmm. And I've seen the fucking Avengers movies on the big screen. I've seen the Lord of the Rings. I've seen a few of them Star Warses. And I've never felt an audience united in quite the same (laughs) way. You know, I actually have. have Really? Yeah. Was it Rocky Horror? A lot of films. I feel like a lot of films when you go like the opening weekend and Mm. yes, I'll say the Twilight Saga, kind of really (laughs) a good moment in the theater for us. I was late to that game. Yes. I saw that when I had pneumonia in eighth grade. The Harry Potter series, seeing those movies first night was magical. And I say that with every Uh, pun intended. Let's let's not get into Harry Potter right now. Uh, But but even still, Oh, what happened? Yeah, what's wrong? Fuck off, fuck off, fuck off. So, but even with with like Harry Potter, when you watched it, like, yes, we were all on the same page, but the most you would get was a... You know, at Cats, it was uproarious. They applauded at the end, whereas we applauded throughout. I genuinely, like, once you said that, I was like, yeah, I've actually never been in a theater where I've felt outside of, honestly, more so than even certain stage productions where the audience is invited to play along. I don't think I've ever been in an environment truly like that, um, where it's not actually incentivized or included into part of it. Like, Rocky Horror is its own thing. No, it was a truly, it was an unparalleled experience to be in a theater full of people just losing their shit 
together. It Opening the- night, 7 p.m. Like, the people <laughs> that are like, fuck Star Wars, this is what I'm That's seeing on December 20th. Because it came out the same day. I'm not going to go see Bombshell. I'm not going to stay home and watch The Witcher. I'm here for Cats opening night. December 20th. Is anyone seeing Bombshell? My sibling keeps bringing it it up, and I'm like, are you saying this ironically, or am I supposed (laughs) to see it? And they're like, I'm not really sure. I don't know. I kind of want to see it illegally. You know what I mean? I don't want to pay for it. I want to get AMC stuff so it doesn't feel like I'm paying. You know what's funny is I actually saw Knives Out and Cats on the same day. Really? And like the way that my brain process those two things were very different because like knives out i remember coming out of it and be like that was a great movie i had a great time but like my brain is so used to processing good movies that it just is like and that goes in its right file but with cats (laughs) it's like it's like it's sticking with me because i'm like am i traumatized am i excited am i aroused there's a lot of childhood coming up what am i repressing like cats it's pulling these and it's like it's so not close to reality for me that like my brain just it it's not going in the right file and it just keeps lingering and I'm I'm going about my day and then there's another cat's image and another cat's intrusive. What? Do you think there is a right file for this movie or is it truly singular? I don't know if I'll ever get used to cats. Mm. <laughs> movie musicals. We watched, we watched, I, I yeah, a, this v- is in a different realm all the time. I have a I VCR. Don't, I don't agree. Well, good. <laughs> <laughs> this is what podcasts are for. Though. Yeah, you know, discourse. discourse. Let the people no, debate. No, 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 no. Yeah. <laughs> let us let us war about this forever and a day as to how exactly one might categorize Tom Hooper's. Class. I have the VCR. Uh, I have a VCR at home, and I have the VHS of Cats. And so after this Cats, I then put it on in the background <sighs> and to watch like the staged version after having just seen. Uh, this and to see like the 80s stage version it's so good it's so good it's good but it was also like i see what the movie was trying like i just my brain does not know how to organize these two things it does not know how to organize the stage version and the movie, the movie version. version was genuinely speaking like zero ounce of irony in this statement a very true to the story retelling of the stage production. There were differences in choreography. There were differences in aesthetic. There were choices that I absolutely thought should not have been made. But for someone that does not know Cats at all, and they went in, they were like, and they were to ask someone, how much of that did they change? Essentially, nothing. And it's communicated in a way that would actually make someone that doesn't know Cats be able to go, Oh, I think I know what's going on. And honestly, if you saw the movie version and then the stage production, the stage production would probably make more sense. Yeah. After having seen the film version. And it would honestly only heighten the stage version. I'm only concerned that since they've released this movie, any stage production that goes on at a regional theater or higher is now going to be Influence. Trying trying to chase the movie instead of sticking to why Weird. the stage version works mm, for itself. Yeah. So I'm interested in seeing how the movie influences the musical as opposed to how the musical has influenced the movie. I think that this movie will uh, perhaps have a negative effect on Cat's <laughs> theatrical ticket sales. And I don't mean that in a dismissive way. I think that this movie is uh, per- commonly perceived as a disaster. Nailed Thank it. you. And uh, I-, I don't think it's going to boost ticket sales in the same way that like when Gone Girl comes out, everyone goes home and buys that book. 
You know, I don't I don't think it's going to have that kind of effect. I think there's going to be a distancing effect where people are going to say, no, we are not like that movie, at least for now, until this movie becomes a cult sensation. Yeah, I I don't know. I have a feeling that T.S. Eliot's uh, Jellicle Cats and Polical Dogs, the short selection of poems is going to have a sudden spike in sales at your local. (laughs) (laughs) Polical Dogs, where were they? Pollicle Dog's Erasure. I mean, they they cut the two <laughs> numbers that generally get cut from they cats. They put in a verse of Growl Tiger. They or... did put in a verse of Growl Tiger's Last Stand. Uh, although they made Growl Tiger not a fictional operatic pirate cat, but in fact a very literal British street dock worker cat, as portrayed by Ray Winstone, oh, who they give that. four bars of music to, and it is goes about exactly as well as you might imagine. They were like, just the first verse. We don't want to waste time on this one. We don't really <laughs> want to get into the troubling racial politics of the Growl Tiger's Last Stand song, sure. uh, so let's just give him a verse. And also That's there's awesome. a weird golem-like Cretan cat who is also on the barge in the middle uh, and they have Judy Dench walk the plank in the Cats oh, yeah. movie, which is walk the greatest the joy I will ever know, is when so, they threaten to make old Deuteronomy walk the fucking plank. I think I remember a- hearing you scream during that part. There were a couple of times being in the same theater as you, but not being in the same section. Mm-hmm that you would kind of like lead the audience mm-hmm. in the reaction. Oh, I sure. had you multiple would... people come up to me after this screening and go, I remember you, a, a moment of silence and you just screaming. It was me. What? It was me. I came up to you and I was like, there was a very clear moment. You were one of like four. It was dead silent. <laughs> and all of a sudden I heard specifically your voice. What? <laughs> what? It was, uh, it was joy. And, and I feel like we're winding down here. I feel, I feel like our, our time with cats is perhaps coming to a close, which is, which is tragic. To a clause. Um, that doesn't even work. You it does. It does. Boo. Um, and, and I'm going to, uh, take a second and get kind of sappy here about the, the production of this show, Podcats. Um, where uh, for for a long time in New York, I've struggled to find my place and my people and really like find a place that I had sunk into. I almost had it with a show called BYOT, but that show is no longer. Um, and I have never, since the announcement of this show, been greeted with this many people wanting to be a part of something that I was creating, wanting to be a part of, of this experience wanting to lend their talent and their time to to uh, uh, something that I was working on and and every time someone would send me a new piece of cat's news or a new piece of, of tweet people you know I was at a holiday party the week before this movie came out and everyone came up to me and was wanting to talk about cats and I think there was this this groundswell that happened between myself and Matt Rain's true commitment to this movie uh, that that I I got twenty five people to go see a movie mm-hmm. together like we got to share this together. When was the last time on you've been able night, to on, on Friday during the holidays? Yes, like yeah. they said, right fuck before, Star Wars exactly. <laughs> like we got this many people to to come together. And 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 see a communal experience together. I, I I cannot tell you the last time I've been a part of anything quite like this. And I've gotten to talk to some of my best friends in the world about cats on this show. I've gotten to 
uh, uh, talk to people that I wish that I knew better. I got to talk to completely new people that I would not have had the occasion to invite on the show and, and get to know otherwise. And that has really meant a lot to me to be honestly too earnest here at the end of a show called pod cats, but I'm really grateful for everyone that came along that there are a few hundred listeners that came along with me. And, and this has genuinely been one of the most fulfilling and exciting and, and interesting creative experiences of my entire life. And I want to thank everyone that has listened or been a part of it. I want to thank the Brooklyn Podcasting Studio for hosting us uh, for this big roundtable that would not have been possible otherwise. uh, Everyone look it up. Uh, It's pretty reasonable for the accommodations. It's so gorgeous. Um, And it's really really nice and cozy and it it breeds this great atmosphere. And I am endlessly grateful. Thank you, AMC Theaters, for showing cats. (laughs) Uh, Thank you, Tom Hooper, for making it. Thank you, Andrew Lloyd Webber. Had no choice. yeah. Yeah. It and and I just wanted to say that, and now we can go around. You all can plug your stuff, say your last piece on cats, and and uh, thank you for joining me here today. Uh, cat, we can start with you. Sure, yeah. My cat's journey started when I was like five, and I was high on Benadryl, and I watched <laughs> cats, and ever since then, I haven't been able to process it. Um, so it really mm. does feel full circle that on my 25th birthday I spent it with you seeing cats and um it's been a joy and a little bit stressful to try to analyze cats because I don't think I'll ever achieve it um but thank you for listening this far if you have and supporting Kevin my dear dear friend Mm um I'm Cat Scott and uh my Instagram is at cat.scott94 I think that's correct yeah (laughs) I know your I know your Instagram very well. Yes, um, I guess that brings it to me. I am Jason Ziv. I go by Jace. I use they them pronouns. I Don't do get well. it twisted. Yes, Cat yeah. also uses they them pronouns. Um, I feel very honored to be a part of this as well. It's it's so twisted and it seems so like I don't know, almost sarcastic, but it really isn't. Like this has been an incredible like group of people to get to talk to you about this stuff. My cat's journey started when I was in a. Uh, Highly illegal production of Cats in fourth grade. <laughs> and um, no rights were purchased. But uh, Police? <laughs> Excuse me, police. I have something to uh, report from 13, 14 years ago. Um, but yeah, it, 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 I just have always had a very strange relationship with Cats because then I had a theater teacher one time that said uh, they very strongly believe if you were a part of Cats or saw Cats before you were 12, you love it. And if you saw it for the first time or were in it after that, you hate it. Wow. Um, and it's, 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 it's stuck with me. I don't know if it's true, but I like to think of it as true. Uh, and then I went through my theatrical life and ended up doing a production of it with the original Broadway choreography with this really fantastic choreographer and these great people. And in it, I met... Um, the music director of the show at that season, who is now the music arranger of my show that is currently being produced in its early stages, um, called My Own Worst Enemy. Um, So keep your eyes out for that, especially if you are into queers, activism, and uh, 2000s pop punk. 
So, um, okay, I'm hooked. Yeah, right. <laughs> Sweet, cool, good to know. Uh, but yeah, uh, thank you, Kevin, for this fantastic opportunity and fun times, good laughs, and just just good old fashioned nice discourse. <laughs> <laughs> for once, the discourse is good. Yeah, right. <laughs> Even though the movie low is... Low stakes. Low, low stakes here. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I do want to close, actually. Uh, uh, let us know your own thoughts. Was Cats the movie a catastrophe or going to get a Academy Award? I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> Log off for it. Yeah, I apologize Delete for that. Account. I just needed to. I was sitting on it since the beginning. Okay. Uh, I'm Andrew Papatakis. You can follow me on the socials at uh, the number two... Uh, F-A-F-O-U that's too fafu uh, yeah I want to thank Kevin for giving me an outlet to discuss this roller coaster ride of a movie uh, I didn't think I'd be able to find like minded people that were this excited and <laughs> bewildered about this film uh, I don't really have much of a cat's journey uh, I came to it late in life so I do hate it uh, <laughs> um, but it, it's such a permeation of uh, pop culture that you have to know cats mm-hmm. and to know cats is to love cats mm-hmm. uh, so uh, me and a friend have a very uh, inside joke that we share with each other uh, we just we're just two old ladies and uh, we start it, we start off back and forth and we we started as Oh, what, you haven't seen Cats? <laughs> oh, my God, let me tell you how Cats goes. So it's a show about all these cats, and they're all very, very happy. So they sing and they dance and they sing and they dance. But one cat is very, very sad. <laughs> so they put her on a tire and blast her through the roof. <laughs> yeah. no. And I... Basically right. I'm hooked. I can't yeah. listen sure. to any of the podcasts. That's it. Wik- hey, Wikipedia. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so your new entry. That's just a special joke I share with my friend James, and uh, it couldn't be more true about this movie, <laughs> this show. <laughs> and I'd like to think we're all chandelier. very, very happy cats, and we'll sing and dance, and we'll take that one sad cat that we find and blast them through the roof on a tire. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Wow. That's so powerful. <laughs> uh, I came to cats early in life, so I'm a lover, uh, not a fighter. Uh, yeah, I saw Cats was the first musical I ever saw. Wow. So, yeah, I saw a a tour of Cats came through my town, (laughs) and my mama strapped me. No, my parents are immigrants. Uh, But she was like, Cats, we got to see it. You know what I mean? (laughs) Uh, So we we saw Cats, and, you know, that was potentially the love of theater for me. Did you say potentially? Potentially, honey. There you go. I did say that kind of insanely uh <laughs> and uh i then saw the revival when it came back to broadway mm. a little bit ago I and too. thank god yeah. it was so good <laughs> it was good the choreography was amazing i really love the lights <laughs> and as a dan i go- grew up as a dancer as well so cats kind of speaks to many dancers mm-hmm. in that way mm-hmm. of okay this is a show that while very stupid is <laughs> about us the dancers you know it's like a it's rite kinda- of passage too. yeah mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I'd I'd say that to to be like, yeah, I'm a dancer, I like cats, you know, like the <laughs> musical, yeah. So, and in many ways, I like cats, the uh, animal, a lot, <laughs> a lot, a lot, a lot. I grew up with a cat. I now one of my side jobs is that I am a professional cat sitter. 
Sick. Brave. Yeah. Super famous on Rover. You say brave on so Rover. Brave. Super <laughs> famous on Rover. Uh, look me up. Absolutely. Uh, but on Instagram, Leanne Velli. I actually met Kevin via Twitter. Uh, so also Leanne Velli on Twitter. Ooh. We've never met before this day. Yeah, this is the introduction. Ooh. You're welcome. Tom Hopper kind of brought us together as well. <laughs> That's the so cast wild. and then this cast of podcasters amazing wow. yeah World's so gliding. so freaking cats my man do so it up everyone take us out kevin for the last time meow because jellicles are for jellicle cats thank you all for joining me on this journey uh one last thing before you go uh, patreon.com slash tv's kevin still the best way to support this show if you want to see other weird mini series like this uh, patreon.com slash tv's kevin is the best place to send your money for as little as one dollar a month uh, you get access to all kinds of stuff you support these shows and you get a weekly podcast that you can't get anywhere else uh, check out the other shows in the network, uh, the Puff and Publishing Podcast, Improv and Sketch Comedy, and uh, Jan, the Jive Action Nerds, uh, where we played Crazy Tabletop RPG. Subscribe! Uh, tvskevin.substack.com if you want access to all of the fiction that I'm putting out, including the Cola Wars short stories. And uh, stay tuned, because I have a special treat, uh, lots of... Past guests and people that I wish were past guests are going to leave uh, their little cats reviews at the end of this episode. I know you've been here for two hours. Just hang out for a little while. One last thing. Again, thanks for joining me. Hi there. My name is Matt Rain, and this is my official review for the motion picture event that is Cats. Now, before I continue, I want to warn you all that I am currently dealing with a bit of a cold, so my voice might not be the best. However, voice or no voice, I can confidently and easily tell you that Cats isn't just the film of the year, isn't just the film of the decade, but it's the film that arguably big-budget filmmaking has been leading to for years years it feels like technology has always advanced a little bit so we've gotten different types of movie experiences whether it was for franchises like transformers star wars or even the lion king from earlier this year one of the worst movies of the year by the way the lion king just saying but all of that technology, all of that build to like, what what can we really, really do with this? And I'm not talking about like just making photorealistic characters or adding cool things to whatever new sci-fi movie is coming out. No, I am telling you that all of that technology was invented whether purposely or inadvertently, it was created specifically so that one day we could get the motion picture event of our lifetime, Cats. Cats is a film that I truly believe needs to be required viewing. And I know it's gotten a lot of backlash ever since the trailer first came out, but the moment I first saw the first teaser trailer for this movie six months ago 
Something inside me awakened. And it wasn't the force. It was a desire, a true desire to see something that I've never seen before. And I can confidently tell you that Cats is a film you have never seen before. It does not matter if you've seen the musical or if you know the musical. Nothing will prepare you for the movie that is Cats. It was the movie theater experience of the year. See this movie with as many people as humanly possible. And I think the, the reaction has been overwhelmingly negative. But I think that's because people, most people are stupid. <laughs> I'm, I truly believe that if you go to this movie and this movie doesn't open your mind to just even questioning what reality is anymore, then you're hopeless. Then go watch whatever, I don't know, Star Wars or... Uh, Godzilla versus Kong, whatever's coming out, because I'm, I am telling you, this film exists. It's like this film came from another world. That's what this movie is. It's a film that came from another world, and none of us know how to understand it. Even I don't fully understand it. But I can tell you that no movie has made me audibly gasp, clap, and react and when I left the movie thinking despite having all these emotional reactions I left the movie thinking what I just saw is something that I cannot comprehend and is far beyond what human minds can achieve or envision so I, having said that Cats might be the defining film for all mankind I truly believe this. And one day, one day, everyone will believe this. Also, my favorite part was the Mr. Mistopheles song, because I thought it was catchy. Okay, bye! Hello, it's um, 11.03 p.m. on Friday, December 20th. I'm in my apartment. I've just uh, washed the makeup off of my face but unfortunately, I can't wash the memory of seeing cats from my mind. I mean, basically, I'm going to come right out and say that I loved it. And having seen two productions of Cats, one at the Pantages Theater in Los Angeles and the other kind of a college level, I knew a bit about what I was getting into. And it was just as I had expected and even a little bit more, um, you know, I think I want to say that if you're trying to make sense of cats, I think, you know, you're, you're not going to. And that some things just don't make sense. And we kind of have to let them not make sense because life doesn't make sense. So... Um, Jason Derulo was a standout, obviously. Um, I mean, all the celebrity cameo cameos were pretty, you know, on point, I'm going to say, you know. 
Um, Jennifer Hudson singing Memory, you know, that's something that uh, exists now, and we're very lucky. Um, and we're lucky that Cats exists, because I would definitely watch that again. It was, I mean, I had a, an amazing experience in the theater with, you know, a bunch of friends just uh, yelling and hooting and hollering, but all in all, I think that the movie kept the integrity of the musical. The musical is a dance, dancing is such a big part of it, and the dancing in the movie was spectac, Andy Blankenbuehler, and, um, I mean, they, I think, pretty sure they did the whole soundtrack, or, you know, the whole score, that Taylor Swift song, not as bad as I would expect, um, it didn't, you know, it didn't, like, uh, distract, so, and, uh, yeah, a lot of, you know, and actors I've never seen before, probably British, um, we'll be looking them up on IMDb, um, God, I mean, yeah, it's like, you know, what else, what else were you expecting it to be, what else, I think every choice they made was, you know, I don't even know if it was the right choice, but it was a choice. Choices were made so hard, and I feel like there's so many movies, you know, no choices are made. It's trying to, you know, to say something about the human condition, blah, blah, blah. Let cats just be cats. And with that, I say goodbye and thank you. I am Brian Lanigan, and I want to lead with I enjoyed the hell out of Cats, the movie. Um, and I want to make sure that everyone understands that this is not because of some ruckus crowd uh, that I sat in the theater with and there was this buzzing energy because I am currently uh, in my small hometown of Warrington, Missouri, and I went and saw Cats on opening night, and I was the only person in that screening room. It was silent besides myself, which allowed me to stretch out my legs across two chairs uh, and enjoy a comfortable seating. And it, I don't know if that's, it's probably an inferior experience, but it gives me a more objective look on the movie, which is something that I was very excited for, having just recently got into Cats and a little bit more of musical theater uh, altogether, but... I was impressed with the movie. I think that the updates that they made were largely beneficial with the glaring negatives of uh, Rebel Wilson's Jenny Annie Dots and James Corden's Bustopher Jones being profoundly obnoxious and detracting from the rest of the show. Um, honestly, would have loved to have just not seen them at all, but um, that isn't an end-all, be-all. It's just it makes it a four-star out of out of five as opposed to a five star out of five um i was impressed with a lot of things if you omit those two individuals i was impressed with um the music the dance the uh the dialogue added a lot more clarity to the plot um taylor swift was like weirdly uh Effective. Uh, I don't know if that uh, is a knock on Taylor Swift, um, despite the fact that I enjoy her music. I wasn't expecting her to have a presence uh, as she did on the screen. I thought uh, Mungo Jerry and Rumble Teaser was the best version of that song to date. Most of the music was the best version of those songs to date. Um, Francesca Howard just impressed me across the board. Um, I wasn't sure how they were going to deal with a 
ballet dancer in this Cats movie, but they allowed her to do ballet, and she had a great singing voice, and she uh, she really she really held her own, if not gave the best performance in the movie. And overall, I think that I mean, it has its problems, but it was just an enjoyable experience for someone who's interested in cats. And I tweeted this, uh, it was the first line of this long thread I made because I'm a crazy person. But my first tweet in a thread was that if you're excited to see cats, this you'll love this movie. And if you aren't, then you won't. And I think that's just true for cats across the board because cats is an experience. It's not a standalone product. If you want to go see cats, then you want to go see cats and this is the most cats that cats can be um and i think that's really all that i have on it so um cats is good y'all and four out of five stars hello check speeding rolling okay hello all right so matt matt campbell we are, uh, we have left the screening of Cats on opening night, uh, but one minute ago, and I need you on the record. I need your voice on the record. <laughs> yeah, um, okay, first off, the music was good. The music cats, is good. Cats to, me, cats, to me, felt like I was, um, Cats to me, sorry, we have some fans, uh, <laughs> Cats to me felt like I was watching somebody else's nightmare, and I have to say, Doctor Doolittle said it best: "Don't be scared." Uh, if you go in with an open mind, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. A startling. So that's a three out of five from you. I'd say so. Okay, I like some songs more than others. Um, I'd say. Um, I'd say. Okay, my favorite. My favorite above everything else was uh, Magical Mr. Mistopheles. Phenomenal. That was awesome. Um, I'm not going to give anything away for anybody like me who hasn't seen anything cats related in their entire life <laughs> until just now. Um, Ron Tung Tugger. Is, he's a curious cat. Yeah. Uh, super horny. Just a fucking horny. With his harem of cats down on the floor. Yeah. It was um, long. That was a lot. That was a lot. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I liked... My favorite Ron Tom Tugger moment, though, was when um, James Corden, mm -hmm. who wasn't a cat, he was a real person in this film, <laughs> um, fell into a trash can, and Ron Tom Tugger is at the bottom of the trash can with two other cats. I'm yeah. Assuming they were... Sharing a big bottle of champagne. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> James <laughs> Do Corden... Do not forget grabbed with his human hands and drank all of it. <laughs> that was another thing that really bugged me. Um, they had human hands they and feet. They had human hands the whole time. Right. And the, But they're still doing like paw shit. It's, yeah. it's deeply, like you can just clap. You don't need to do this mewling cat thing to applaud. Yeah. It, was, it was exceptional. Yeah. Oh my god. Uh... Uh, Ron Tom Tucker, what else did I like? Oh, um, 
the Glamour Cat, I don't remember. Uh, Jenny Anydots, played by Rebel Wilson? Or are you talking about Grizabella no, the Glamour Cat? Grizabella the oh, Glamour Cat. Oh, played by Jennifer Ostracized by other cats for going with Macavity. Well, I don't want to give anything away, but every other, a lot of other cats go with Macavity. Not by choice. Bomb Ballerina, not so uh, yeah. Uh, ostracized. Yeah. Is that, yeah. That was Taylor Swift. Right, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I did like, um, was it? Mango, Tango, and Rumple Teaser. <laughs> uh, close enough. Yeah, they were Mango, fun. Tango. Yeah, they were they were fun. And um, uh, that's about it. I the movie mm, plot's thin, but it's there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, ev- oh yeah. Again, not again, but. Every time anybody said Jellicle Cat, they had to say it like two or three times like they were just coming up with it and trying to... <laughs> <laughs> like they were in an improv scene and they remembered a callback. Yeah. Uh, this thing. This, uh, Jellicle Cat. Uh, Jellicle, uh, Jellicle, Jellicle Cat. Jellicle Cat, yeah. Um, I thought that was... Fucking dog. <laughs> it's like Jellicle Cat. Jellicle Cat. All right. Jellicle Cat. <laughs> we got it. Thank you. For your kind words, your generous reviews, and your film expertise. Of course. Thank you for uh, getting me on. I'm sorry I couldn't be there in person for the finale. That's okay. Um, now you are. Yeah. You'll open up the episode, baby. I'm a, I'm a time traveler. All right. Uh, Kevin and the Podcats family. I'm going to try to make this as brief as possible, uh, but I've got a lot to get through here, so, so who knows. Uh, first off... Um, I was I was going to do a bit uh, with this review, uh, but then I saw the movie and uh, I realized that I'm not clever enough to come up with a bit that is better than <laughs> you know that can match this movie. Um, so it's the holiday season right now, and the holidays enough by themselves are like a big strain on a person's wallet. But also, uh, my wife and I are taking a trip. We're leaving the country the day after uh, Christmas. And also, we are moving to a new state. So, money is super tight right now. And with money being tight, you know, you have to make decisions uh, financially. You know, you just have to make different financial decisions. And unfortunately... There's just been a, a ton of movies that have been dumped on us uh, in the last couple months that I want to see, but because of finances and time and everything else, like I gotta be I gotta be choosy. Uh, so the plan was, um, see the plan was to see the new Star Wars because the new Star Wars would ultimately provide the most bang for my buck. Uh, I would be seeing the new movie. Plus, I'd be able to enjoy the half-in-the-bag review that came out of the the new Star Wars movie. I'd be able to enjoy the inevitable Plinket review of the new Star Wars movie. It just seemed like financially the best option for me. But, Disney is an evil corporation. And I don't want to support Disney. And I don't want to support Star Wars. Uh, I used to to work at Disney. Uh, I can't say that I've given my blood, sweat, and tears to that company. But I burnt my arm... On a, uh, on a grill at that company when I was working for them. So I gave, like, skin cells sweat and tears for that company. Plus, who knows how much money from other, you know, Disney things I've seen. 
So I didn't want to support that. I didn't want there to be more of that. So what I did was I went to the theater and I bought a ticket to Cats, but I went and watched Star Wars. That way I could see the new Star Wars movie, but my money was going towards something that wasn't Star Wars. Uh, caveat, uh, side note thing here. Uh, folks, support the art that you love. Support the artists that you love. If somebody makes something that you enjoy, like, support it. And if you can support it, support it with your dollars. Uh, however, um, stealing from Disney, stealing from Lucasfilm, and stealing from AMC theaters is a victimless crime. Uh, if if there was a movie that I wanted to see that was like, if I would, I would, I'm, a, I'm going to pay money to see Little Women, okay? So anyway, I went and watched Star Wars. I'm not going to uh, review that because we don't need more Star Wars uh, hot takes on the internet. Uh, and ultimately, what I was going to do was I was going to review the experience of sneaking into a movie. Uh, and... You know, it was pretty uneventful. Uh, no one, no one really cares. No one pays attention. Uh, I made it in and watched the th watched the movie without any incident. Uh, none of the theaters were marked with what screenings they were showing. They were sh they they were marked with what movies they were showing, but not what times those movies were starting. And so, like, I was going to see the ten o'clock Star Wars, and I ended up seeing the ten thirty Star Wars, and I didn't realize the ten thirty Star Wars was a three D one. So like, whenever I got the thing that said like, "Please put on your three D glasses," I had to run outside the theater real quick, run outside the auditorium, find a pair of three D glasses. Uh, luckily, some careless AMC employee just left a tote of glasses fresh you know, clean, not used glasses outside the uh, auditorium. So I snatched those up and ran, went back in, watched the movie. I won't give any thoughts on Star Wars. But I left Star Wars, and I looked at my uh, my app, my Flickster app, that shows, like, what's showing where. And I saw that Cats was showing at 110, and it was currently 109. And I thought, you know what? I've already paid to see Cats... Let's just go ahead and see Cats. So I <laughs> went into another auditorium and I sat down and I watched Cats. Uh, so I, I ripped off Disney and I got to see the movie I, I wanted to see of the two. So that was pretty cool. Uh, with all that said, here is my review of Cats. Uh... <laughs> So, years ago, I saw The Witch, uh, The Witch, not The Witcher, but I saw The Witch, The Vavitch, um, the, uh, Robert Eggers or Dave Eggers, some, his last name is Eggers, I saw his, uh, his movie, The Vavitch, and the day after I saw The Witch, I realized that my forearms were killing me, were just like, aching and I didn't know what was going on and I I was so confused because like maybe you know maybe my forearms were sore because I was working at a furniture store at that time and I moved a lot of furniture and I was used to being sore and twerking things and hurting things accidentally uh, but I saw the witch on a day off from the furniture store and I'm like what caused this and I realized after like lots of thought and lots of thinking that 
the entire time I was watching The Witch, I was so nervous and anxious and tense. I was squeezing my hands and just like flexing for the entire movie. And the reason my forearms were sore was just because like I had flexed and tightened my arms for an hour and a half long. Tomorrow, I'm going to have the exact same experience, the soreness of the muscles from cats, but instead of in my forearms, it's going to be in my eyebrows. I spent a lot of that movie just, like, furrowing and just, like, trying to make sense of what I was seeing. Uh, apart from that, like, it was a fun time. It was way more interesting than Star Wars. I enjoyed it more than Star Wars. Uh, it was a fun little puzzle that I don't think I ever quite figured out, but it was, it was fun to do. Um, the, the few things I, I have to say about it, um, uh, Ian McKellen, uh, was great. His little song and dance, well, not, it wasn't a dance, but his little number was great. I thought it was really clever how, like, or really not clever, but really interesting how, like, they used bad, fake lightning in the background and that was more compelling than any other musical number in this multi-billion dollar movie with tons and tons and tons of VFX work. Uh, at one point, James Corden, like, chastises another cat because they rhymed Thames with Ames. And it's like, you don't get to do that because the first song in this movie rhymed cats with cats with cats with cats. You don't get to shit on someone's Thames and Ames rhyme. Uh, and uh, the other thing I had to say uh, was that during the last song of the movie, which they just, like, they treat, like, Mandel's Messiah or Handel's Messiah or something. Not Mandel. That's Mandel is a... Uh, an obsessive-compulsive disorder-reflected comedian who hosts Deal or No Deal handles the Messiah. Uh, they treat that last song like that. Um, but uh, at one point, Judy Dench in that song, Dame Judy Dench, excuse me, says like, and now you understand. And I'm like, no, I don't. <laughs> I don't understand. Don't put that in me. I don't, I don't understand this. Uh... But I mean, you know, it was it was a fine time. There's a few uh, the the railway cat number was fun. Uh, I dug the Ian McKellen part. Um, got got some confused movement going on in my pants during the Rebel Wilson stuff. Um, but you know, it was it was a fine time. Uh, Kevin, I've driven you to the hospital, and uh, I kept going with Doom to You long past. I felt like I had the stamina or energy for it. That being said, I think seeing cats was the hardest thing I've ever had to do as your friend. <laughs> uh, but I still had a good time doing it. I guess just like, this is just ultimately just kind of how I feel regarding my experience with the movie and regarding cats in general. It's just like, you know, skee-ball... Uh, you know, like, just going to the, the wharf or going to a bowling alley or a, a skating rink and playing skee-ball. Uh, ultimately, you want to aim for that 500-point ring. That gets you the most tickets. That's, that gets you the most points. But it's the hardest ring to get to. Um, and I think, I think Tom Hooper 
majority of the time he bowled his ski ball, I think he got it in that 500-point ring. Uh, but ultimately, I'm in that bigger ring around all the rings that if you if you get a ski ball in there, it's worth 10 points. <laughs> and by his getting those 500 uh, point rings with his ski balls, he was missing me completely. But I'm worth 10 points, so it's fine, I guess. Uh, obviously, like, he hit those 500-point rings really well because he got you and he got, like, the 27 or so people that you went and saw Cats with. Uh, he got people that I respect, like Demi Adajuibe and the 27 or so folks that he took to the theater to see Cats. But, uh, you know, I'm in that bigger ring that's worth less points as a lower point value, and... And he didn't get me. Uh, I don't know. Like, I've seen a lot of things saying that, like, this will be the big cult movie. And that, like, lots of folks are going to go out of their way to see this at midnight in the future. I don't I don't think that's going to be me. Uh, I don't think I've got a future with cats beyond this point. But during that game of skee-ball, I had a good time. Uh, so, yeah. That's my review. Uh... To, thanks for having me on whenever you did and thanks for uh, letting me send you this uh, and thanks to all the podcasts family uh, I hope you guys have enjoyed I know you guys have enjoyed this as much as I have you guys enjoyed it more than I did so uh, yeah uh, at Vernio on Instagram <laughs> uh, Vernio on uh, YouTube uh, yeah uh, you guys have fun uh, Mr. Mistopheles, uh and all the other stuff uh, bye!